G Money. Yo. Oh man. <laughs> we in a new space. New space. New place. New energy. New nah, I don't believe it on that one. No? You saying uh, I, let me not talk like that. <laughs> My man in here, you know, you know, our guest. Uh-huh. He believes in energy and all that. I've been watching this man sit Indian styles as a kid. Paul, how you doing? <laughs> Yo. I'm good, man. Happy to see you. Nice. Congratulations. Likewise. Thank you. So both Thank of us. You. Congratulations to you. Can you can you turn the monitors down? Make sure it's down. To the right, it says monitors. Yeah, it's down. Okay. I feel good, man. You look good. good. It's, a, yeah. it's a nice, you know, you got to be in a nice space, man. This is pretty good. Well, tell them how this is your first time in here. I knew you are going to do this. Yeah, I sucker, know, I know. sucker. I've been, I've, been, I've been working, bro. Yeah, DJing and all that. I've been, huh? I've been, I've been, I've been going in. Nigga shit. That is <laughs> you, this shit for, you had the key since three weeks ago. No, no, no. You're pushing it. It's good to see you, G. Nah, it's, it's, it's Shout out to everybody in the building. Bassy, welcome back, man. Bassy, what up, Bass? Good to see you. Shout out to... Tati. Tati, yes. We got my man MU in here, Tiny here. DJ MU, Tiny. DJ MU. Trust Everybody. the process, you know what I'm saying? Shout out to my boy MU birthday is at 12 o'clock today, too. Oh, really? So that's why I had to make sure, you know what I'm saying? Okay, okay. That's my guy right here, you know what I'm saying? That's my man, I know for a long time out. as well. <laughs> so we yeah. celebrating that. But uh, we back, man. Flip the back. You know, shout out to everybody else for supporting. Um, I've been getting ran down in the street every single day, every party, every event. Yo, when next episode coming out? When next episode coming out? When you coming back? Is you on Flip still good? I'm like, yeah, we still good. Everything is good. You know what I'm saying? Everything is good. We're still here. I don't know. Everything man. is good. There's no issues. Uh, it's been know, a few months now. People think that when we're not together, it's an issue. Uh, let me just speak about that. You know, before we get into our guest real quick, because, you know, he's an impatient man, and I, I don't want to <laughs> be on the other side of the spectrum. But let me say, you know, uh, shout out to you and, and the team for being patient. You know, sometimes at a space, you know, I felt like I wanted to do more. Mm-hmm. And uh, I had to take a break. Dealing with a lot of people. We've been doing podcasts since 2000. And, 15, 16, 16. Yeah, yeah. and dealing with all these people and different members and stuff, it it, it got to me. Mm-hmm. Not like that, but I just wanted to go back to my skits and just be back to what I missed. And then I realized that once you put things in position or put people in place, you know, not one man can run a whole ship. Mm-hmm. It takes a team. Right. This was a lesson learned. So seven months, you know what I mean? It was a lot of lessons to learn. And, you know, even listening to our guests, I, recently I've been... You know, because I act too fly. If I know somebody, I'm not listening to their shit. I'm being honest. But then I had to cock cord up. I'm like, oh, that nigga fire. Yeah. He's saying all this stuff. Because I know him in real life. Yeah, he yeah. fire in real life. Yeah. But understanding the model and teamwork, and I just wanted to put everything on my shoulder. So then you realize that you love your friends and stuff like that, and then you come back and, you know, when we were able to put everything together, it just feels good to be back. So I took, a, you know, I decided and, and you were, you know, you got busy, you know, with DJing, and we decided just to give it a break, and we tried it, and even when we did it, it wasn't just the energy wasn't there. Yeah, but, yeah. And like having our own spot. So now that we're back, and I feel good about it. And it, it never ain't a problem because you stuck with me through thick and thin. Pause. <laughs> you stuck with me through thick and thin. Nobody else stuck with me like G Money did. I mean, you know. G Money. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man, we here. Ain't going nowhere. You know what I'm saying? You ready though? Yeah, it's time. G-Money! Yo. Episode 204. Nigga, we made it. We got a special guest. Wow. Oh, look, he's raising his eyebrows. Look, 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 look. Salutations. Oh, man. Well, let me say this real quick. Mm-hmm. As a kid, you know, I watched this man work. Right. I watched him be stubborn. I watched him remain the same person he is. 
And in the interview, I'm going to ask him because I do hear growth. There's two persons that witness growth in mm. Cameron and this man right here. Mm. As far as the growth, as far as where their mentality was when we were younger, 16 and and, and, and watching them and mm -hmm. you know drinking Yoo-Hoo's in studios and <laughs> legs folded and stuff like that. And and to grow and to hear him talk and you know, to watch him be a great pillar in the culture Thanks. and around the world. Thanks. And when he left Spotify, <laughs> we had a deal on the table. <laughs> I gotta thank this nigga. Round of applause for my man, Joe Butter. Salutations. What's up, my man? That was a great intro, Flip. Thank you. Thank you, G. What up? What's good? What's good? What's popping? You still sit with your legs folded? You don't care. You are who you are. <laughs> welcome, welcome, welcome to the podcast, Joe. Thank you for coming, man. You know, for you, being thought, you thought I wasn't coming, huh? Well, you thought I wasn't coming. I knew there was something up because you did say to me that if I do this, do you, it's something about you that I'm learning and I'm watching. I've been listening. Mm. Smart man, man. What I said to you? You said, Flip, if, if, if I do this, you know, whatever favor I need, you got to do. I was just saying that. Oh, that was that was a tactic. <laughs> No, I was just saying that. I already feel like I could just call you if I needed something. That's a fact. That's I, don't, I don't need to have a favor in the talk to do that. I appreciate that, man. How, how do you feel today? You feel good? Real good. Real okay. good. Now, before we get into this, G, I'm going to let mm -hmm. you pop it off. Mm -hmm. Is there anything that you don't want to talk about? Mm -mm. Oh, no, I don't care. You sure? Because I don't want you. I mean, you, you can ask it. I ain't got an answer. Of course. Oh. Mm. Thank you. Somebody who understands, you man. Can't. Somebody who understands. Yeah. I, I don't know. I ain't no clue. You can't edit what I don't give you. Oh. Don't talk like that. Don't, don't show your experience. Don't show your experience. Don't, don't, don't shit on me like that. Why are you doing that? He knows. You said, now, what did you call Skane about earlier? Don't jump. This is not your show. You're not gonna just. You're I'm, not, no, I'm asking. You you're said not gonna that. navigate it. No, right, no, 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 no. You're ahead. not gonna navigate it. But I don't want you to get up and walk out and stuff like that. Because I respect you, and you, you know, I consider you a friend. You don't give a. You Why just, would I get up and walk out? You can walk out of everything. I watch. If you start acting real stupid, out, I, I, I don't anticipate that happening. I mean, we've seen you walk out before. The BT, we've seen you just walk he out. Don't walk, he don't care. You just walked out with nothing. Oh, I walk out. I mean, yeah, if, so if it's over, we... it's over. So. Is it really over? I think that you, 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 when you decide to walk out, is it, when is you, like, Hot 97, you walked out? Uh, that, tax that, was, walked that was over. It was over. Tag, tax was a little, I had somewhere to be. Okay. I slept on the tax show. Like, I was showing up because tax was, tax was tax. I slept on what the show was and what the show meant. So I was shaking ass on 38th Street. It was like, I think that was Monday Night Football, Sunday Night Football. It was lit over there. Mm. And it was like, oh shit, I gotta run do tax shit. Now I've been over there, it's saucy time. So I get the tax and he got like a real intense interview ready. And I'm like, sure, I'm ready to go trying to get back over here. I had something set up. So it was just a little bad bad scheduling, irresponsible. Are you taking accountability? Is this one of your accountability stages? Yeah, but that was the only time where that irresponsibility uh, manifested on the walkout time. Okay. Every other time, it was time to go. So the Ebro Hot 97. That was time to go. Based off of what though? The time ran out, or in your mind, <laughs> I'm not doing this anymore. You see what I'm saying? You can't, you know, 
Was it you? But decided- the time runs out if I decide I'm not doing it anymore. Oh, oh got it. But but the when you do an interview, usually it goes a certain amount of. I was going up there, and let me preface this with: I think at, at that part of my career, I was over interviews. I had long ago felt like interviews for artists were pointless. Like when we have our own platforms, mm-hmm. that's the important part. Things change. So, but I went up there, had an album coming out. Ebro's my man. Everybody up there is cool. This is right after we had let Marissa go, mm-hmm. and Marissa still worked it hot, mm-hmm. and maybe feelings were still fresh mm-hmm. in that moment. And I went up there, and that's what the interview was. Uh, oh no, she wasn't there, but that's what the interview was predominantly about. It's not what I'm here for. So you wasn't there to talk about that. So, so I left. So you left. I tried to steer the conversation elsewhere. Mm-hmm. They were stuck there. It seemed like they were pretty passionate about it. Mm-hmm. And this wasn't the place for that conversation. Okay. Got it. When you're hosting shows, you could leave too, though. The BET joint. You, was, you wasn't going to be interviewed then. You was hosting it. It was time to go. <laughs> hey, stop. It was, uh, it was time to go. What? But again, I'm in a, and seeing a lot of times I'd be in a, in that situation, I'm, I'm half, I'm halfway talent and I'm halfway the producer. Mm. So I'm leading. I got the ear thing in. Nobody else does. Uh, It's loud and crowded. I'm used to that because I'm an artist. Nobody else was in that moment. So they're saying wrap, they're saying wrap it up. You know, it's the carpet. So it's more people coming. Right. Like the next interviewer that's walking got to be ready to go. So they've been saying wrap it up in my ear. Act just didn't know how to wrap it up because he's a huge fan of Migos and how I felt in the moment with some behind the scenes things that had occurred was, yeah, let's wrap this. Let's wrap this the fuck up. I think so I wrapped kinda- it up. I think that comes from the hip hop standpoint because a lot, a lot of people and shout out to everybody involved. Yeah, I, that was I a think great that moment. When, when you're when you're in, you know, in the in the business and stuff like that, sometimes you're not as excited as others. Can we say that as excited? It's easier for you to detach yourself. Somebody may, if we had an event, somebody may want to stay a little longer. Like, yo, come on, flip. Now nah, I'm out. We can we can sort of, or you can sort of separate yourself from that. Is not. You could just leave. The music business did that to me. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Skang, Def Jam, the crew did that to me. You come in and fan of everybody. Once you sign, these are your peers now. It's comp. It's competition. Mm. It's, it's not time to be in awe of other men. It's time to compete. That's a fact. All right, so we get the interview started. You know what I'm saying? Uh, I, I know. I know. I know. We got a lot of topics to talk about. You know. I, oh, I, I thought y'all started. I mean, oh, we said, yeah, but we got the process. I'm in my head. Thing. I'm in my head saying, damn, they got right to some shit, didn't they? Hey, nah. Hey, 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 <laughs> well, we're gonna go back not, now. We, yeah, we're, gonna, we're gonna take it back yeah, now. Yeah. Take take our time because we can yeah. go into different stuff. You know, the BT stuff, the beefs, the love and hip hops, and you know everything. You know what I'm saying? Uh, you know, of course, the the podcast stuff, all that stuff you can get to. So we want to go back because me personally, I know it's online that I didn't see too much about, uh, you know, Joe Button before Joe Button. The, the you know the come up, the history. The, you know, where you from? Things like that. So we want to start there. So take us back to, you know, uh, Joe Button before Joe Button. Where you from? You know, born and raised. Hmm. Uh, 
Are you stopping? Oh, no, I thought you were doing something. Um, damn it. Damn it, damn it, damn it. My mom would kill me if, if she knew I had a brain freeze right now. Because I always say I was born in Harlem. My mom said, no, nah, you was born that fancy fucking hospital. Where Beyonce had her kids at? What's the name of that hospital? Lenox Hill. Uh-huh. Lenox Hill. Who yeah. had their kids in Lenox? Lenox Hill. Beyonce. It's not Lenox. It's Lenox Hill. Where that's, is that? That's a thing. That's 60-something street. But it's like a world-renowned or at least really strong hospital. So, so you born in I Lenox was Hill? born in Lenox Hill. Harlem. And then we lived in Harlem. Um, in the projects on 103rd Street. Washington Projects. And then maybe at four, we moved to Queens. Oh, shit. Okay. We moved to Queens, St. Albans. Oh, so we went to St. Albans from wow. four to, I want to say 13. I want to say 13, 14. That's when I got to New Jersey. No, I couldn't have been. Must have been 13. See, this whole time, to, I'm just thinking you just Jersey straight up the whole time. I'm thinking no, like born and raised no Jersey. No way. No way. What part of St. Albans? I mean, what part of St. Albans? <laughs> what part? I lived in St. Albans, Linden and Farmers. I'm, I'm around the corner. I was off Merrick. I was right there. Merrick and what? Oh, God. What are we doing? You I don't remember. I didn't know the address. I'm not putting it on camera. You don't live there anymore. I'm still not putting it on camera. I respect that. Okay. <laughs> An old address we can't put on camera. No. Respect. So talk about Queens real quick because we from Queens. I had no idea you stayed in Queens or Harlem. So talk about your experience in growing up in Queens and what was that like? Growing up in Queens. Growing up in Queens. Well, shit. What, was, what do you mean? Like, what do you mean by that? Like, what kind of kid were you in Queens? What were you doing? Music. At at well, you said you was there from four to thirteen. So you started music that early. Uh, listening to it, learning it, recording it, asking for speakers and boom boxes on Christmas. Got a brother that's five years older. Mm -hmm. So learning the things that he was learning maybe at an early age. He was into some things I won't say on camera, right. but he was into some other things. Uh, and that's really all I remember is outside, going through the normal back and forth with mom that you go, go through as a kid growing up. But I just remember the music, just music. School, 118. Mm -hmm. uh, he was in 238, and I think I went to, then I was in 59. Okay. Do, are you kind of ashamed that you don't remember? Are you not talking about your childhood, or you just don't remember? I Did remember you, everything. I, you look like you don't. But what is there to say about it? I mean, we want to know your childhood. Okay, let me ask you. Was, was, it was just you, your mom, and your brother? Was Pops around? No. Pops he was, is not around. No. Do you know him? At that time? At that time. Did you know him at the time? Yeah. I knew my dad. I mean, did he live? What do y'all think? I was a fucking foster kid? No. <laughs> Holy shit. No, we got no, we, no, no. We try, like oh, I said, no, okay, I'll go online. Like, we try to get some insight. Y'all want like history. Y'all want like story, story, story. This is what we do. Story, this is what we do. We don't, yeah. Okay, You're so I used to answering questions the way you do. Yeah, okay. I understand what y'all are saying. Like, yeah. Okay. And I it's kind of unfair that you come with your great podcastial knowledge 
and tried to reverse it on no, us. No, I just allow us to I, run the I, ship, I, Joe. I, I am, please, 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 please. All right, <laughs> come on. All right, come on. Let's do it. So let's do it. All right. So, oh, I gotta pick my pick my spots here with what can and can't be said. True. Um, but by the time we got to Queens, Dad is not around. Okay. It is me, my mother, my brother. Uh, it was us three, and I and my cousin and an aunt, because we're in a house that was left, that was inherited by my mom. It, was, it doesn't matter, but that's why we in the house. Nice. But dad is not there, uh, and mom did a good job covering for dad. Mm. Mom covered for dad the entire time. Did you realize, like, you no. know, you didn't? I, didn't I had no, I, no. Oh, wow. No. Like, she did good. Shout out to mom. But that's early, though, right? So... By the time my, my brother, my older brother, five years older, he had what would be a behavioral problem. So he was wild. He was wild. So I'm five years younger, so I'm just watching that. So by the time I'm nine, ten, he has to go. He has to go. We got to find somewhere for him to help him. And that place happened to be a program in New Jersey called Kids in Secaucus, it's no longer there. But it was uh, in-house rehabilitation. But it was a family, it was a family program. And that's why we ended up moving to Jersey. Mm. I mean, what, what, when you say behavior probably mean like outside in the street? Like yeah, yeah, of, yeah. Not staying in the house? Like oh that. yeah, no. Okay. And, and I mean, maybe rage. Behavior problem meaning rage and just anger. Violence, temper, low tolerance. Do you think that he remember when Pops was there? and when Pops We don't have left? the same father. You don't have the same father? No, we don't have the same father. How about his father? Like, do you think it, it was lack? You know, a lot of times in our neighborhoods at a young age, we tend to cry out when we don't really have a, you know, even though moms is there, you know, when we don't have a man figure around. Do you think that could? Uh, I think that could play a part. Mm. I think upbringing and, and, and your parents and their relationship plays a large part in some of your views and ways coming up. Yeah, I agree with that. Oh, nice. So, mm -hmm. so when you took when they took when they went when he went to Jersey, did you see did those programs do anything? Oh, so what I was going to was sorry. oh, I'm sorry, not to not to cut no, you I'm off. You but, I'm sorry. What what I was going to was by the time I was 12, 13, well, from ten. Because this was a family program and I had to be, uh, I had to share and be transparent and vulnerable and it was all types of groups for the siblings of people in this program. Because you had to be a witness to some shit. So if they fucked up, y'all got to be fucked up, right? So that's where writing came into play at 10. Mm. Because you're writing your experiences, you're writing basically keeping a journal, but a lot more introspective than a journal would be. And that was a weekly thing. So now you introduce that at 10. But by 12, 13, mom probably, mom probably knew that it was, she, dad needed to, dad needed to pop up now. Dad needed to pop up. And he was able to. He's out of jail. He's not on whatever he was on. Mm. So, what a time for Pop to pop up at 13, 14, when now 
I'm manifesting into whatever wild shit my mom could see at the time. And maybe she was just a little jaded in that. I don't know. Can't speak for her because she had to raise my brother and that went a certain way. And I guess I was always pretty rebellious too. So, yeah, that's when dad dad popped up. I'm on a rant now, so go ahead. No, it's okay. It's okay. So, so when Pops... Mm -hmm. So Pops was incarcerated. Pops was in and out of jail. Yeah. Okay, in and out of jail. and But it was easy for him to come back around because he, you know, the relationship, your mom was able to, because we didn't have cell phones back in the days, those days, right? Mm -hmm. So moms was still able to get in contact with him. She knew where he was at for him to pop up or he just popped up out of nowhere. Well, no, I don't, I don't think they were, ne they were always in touch. Got it. Got it. it wasn't estranged, like, but through jail, through addiction, Got it. through some other things. Understood. Story plays out that way, but they were always in touch. And she never like tried to downplay him uh, never to to you guys. Never. Never. Mama Love. Never. Mama Love real quick. Please. Never done it. A lot of money. But that's why. Uh, yo, don't interrupt. Yo, don't interrupt Mama Love. Are you crazy? <laughs> don't ever do that, man. Yeah. <laughs> I hope she see this. It's curse yo, you, you out, man. So silly, man. <laughs> yeah, yo, what you say? That's why what? I don't remember now. See, I don't remember now. So I heard oh, but that's why it was easier for. Like, I, that's why I don't have that story. A lot of people are angry with their dad uh, that wasn't around early or have these resentments. It's like, fuck you, it's up forever. I see that story a lot. Right. I don't share in that because I wasn't angry at the reception. Right. Like, she held it down for him. I kind of was glad to have somebody around to kick it with. I, I, I knew some shit was probably going on too at that age. So, yeah, no, that felt good. Hmm. I heard one of your earlier songs, you know, this week I've been, since we had you on the show, I've been kind of going through the catalog and just brushing up on some things, you know what I'm saying? I heard, I heard a line when you said, uh, middle child, wish my, wish me my brothers were closer. I forgot what song it was, but since we're on that topic now. Damn, what the fuck song was I forgot that? what song it is, early, early on though, probably like the first mixtape or first mm -hmm. album drink. So like, at what point did you kind of feel like you and your brothers kind of had a falling out? But we never had a falling out. We just weren't as close as you would think two brothers growing up in the same house would be. Right. Now I'm old enough to know now that that five year age difference is a generational gap. But that's where fights come in amongst brothers sometimes where you get to go out at 18 and I'm 13 living under a different set of rules that mom has implemented in the house. Mm -hmm. So that's just what it is now. And you older, so you into different things. I'm five years younger. I'm just my son now is 21. His younger brother is five years, five years younger. I see it. I protect against that. Mm. Yo, you coming out? Bring your little brother. Nice. I know. I know how you feeling. You, you got your little car. You fly. You want to be alone, but ah, uh -uh. bring your little brother. You just need more of that. And in my household, I don't think him and I had enough time to do that because of what he was into and what I was into. You were, you were in the music. At a, at a, when did you get into music at a young age? When did you feel like you wanted to start rapping? But that's not music. You just said two different things. I did, but you, you can fix it. Well, which one you want? You want music Both. or you want rapping? Both. Well, my, my parents would tell you that, that I was bang, banging on pots and pans when I was three. I, recognizable songs. 
So they bought me a drum set. I guess ever since then, they would try to, then or they or my mom would try to insert me into these musical, so it was piano classes. They did buy me a drum set, uh, music class in school, saxophone, clarinet, all of that shit. Um, but I would later learn that that's just in my blood. My dad was a drummer, had a band. They was hot in the projects. Stop hating. Like, like, <laughs> like put some, like, stop hating. That's not hate. I mean, what you saying? Don't breathe past it. Shout the pops, man. Damn. Yeah. Why are you trying to paint that as hate? You know how hard it is to get hot in the projects? <laughs> Very hot. That's what I'm saying. What that's why I want. That's why I want to. Oh, they got they was hot. <laughs> and, he, and he was good. But again, that's that 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 DNA that that shit that's just in, in us. I see that in my son. Now, mind you, I had separation from my son, too, now, my oldest. So he popped up, and I just saw all the same shit like I'm sure my dad saw me. He couldn't go nowhere without a speaker. Nowhere. Mm. Everywhere. Same as me bringing my laptop to the strip club. Mm. I got every speaker in my house. I have way too many speakers in my house. We're just music. Music is in us. Got it. My youngest son, he dancing to all the little YouTube cartoon songs. On beat, singing them shits. Oh, he's the he's the head of his the music class, four years old. Mm. It's just in us. You were saying. You were saying when he get into the into the music. Let me tell you something. I'm, I'm gonna tell you this. <laughs> oh, so yeah, that's what you asked. Yo, hold on, hold on, GT, I got. This. Oh, so that was that way. I didn't finish. So that was the that was the music part. Rap comes in at 14, 14 years old. There, I'm done. I'm gonna ask you again. Allow us to, to run our show. Stop. Yeah, you want me? To, I'm answering the questions. You, you, your expertise is oozing. Okay, it's oozing. I'm getting comfy now. Okay. Okay. So <laughs> I'm getting 14, comfortable. Fourteen. It was. Fourteen. We rapping. But that that, 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 that came from yeah, G, that came from. You starting to write from the, the journal you said. That, that kind of was like the start of you putting words together and shit like that. Yeah. I mean, that's where writing came from. Mm. And I guess that's really important before you start talking about rapping because it's writing. Right. Like, as a rapper, rule number one is what do you have to say? So writing was important. But at 14, I'm in Laurenburg, North Carolina. High school. Boarding school. Mm -hmm. hold on, hold on, it wasn't on. but 12 girls at the school. Mm -hmm. You would eventually find something to do <laughs> yeah. at the school. And this school was like for, I later learned, troubled ch kids just from across the country. Mm. So this, this is where I learned how to fight, get high, fuck, and rhyme. We were singing. I had a group. Shout out to the niggas that was in the group. Um, <laughs> but yeah, that's Earl where went at. to that school, right? Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Look at yeah. you. Yeah, yeah. Look yeah. at you a little bit. I ain't gonna lie. Shout out to Bino. <laughs> Shout out to Bino. Shout out to Bino. You know, I can't. Yeah, I can't. You called a bunch of niggas about me, man. I can't. I can't. Shout out to Bino. Yeah, nigga. You called Bino. Yeah, nigga. Oh, my God. No, no. We just had to know. Because you know what? You do interviews. 
And, and when you do interviews, I want to go from a different angle. I got it. I, I, got a lot of respect I understand. You. you know what I mean? But um, at the school, we started getting high. And when you was getting high, them niggas was just rhyming. And they was pretty good. Uh, it's a nigga named Lamont. I want to say he was from Long Island. He was my roommate at, at one of those times. And he just used to puff and go. I was just sitting. All right. And then you just start. You just start. And I got kicked out of school and went back home. And my my best friend's cousin, who was older, was a rapper in Jersey City, Dutch. Rest in peace to uh, Dutch. Mm. And he was probably the nicest dude in Jersey City to me. So now I'm just coming back from the school with my ability to rhyme, my ability to write from my 10-year-old stint, and I get to now observe some more shit. So I got nice quick. I ain't gonna hold you. I was nice fast. Hmm. You you breezed past. I remember something back in the days, but you breezed past it. But you know, I know I can ask you. Um, you said getting high. At one point, you was addicted to certain things back in the days. I heard. Um, do you? How, how were you able to? How did it start? Did it start there or being in the street, being outside? Was it a female? Like, How do those things start? How do somebody become an addict or get addicted to something? You know, is it from the first time you try and then you get hooked on it? Like, I don't think I like well, you. you don't really, I don't really hear you talk about it. Back in the days you did, but, you know, in the recent podcast journey, you don't really. Well, that's another one of those things about hip-hop right like when when was hip-hop ever the space to have those discussions like even me coming and having those conversations when i was introduced was very outlier was very that was the anomaly like my story coming in was different than anything i had ever heard in hip-hop before hip-hop was always we sold drugs my story was i tried to sell drugs and was really really bad at it so i got on them my dad got on them Mom got on them. When you get older and you understand how America worked in the 70s and before, but the 70s and 80s and what went on, all of it is by design. I had a real bad pill problem. This is recently. This is recently is, not that recently, like 10 years ago now, but that was the toughest thing in the world to kick. When I say pills, I mean all the pills. Perk 30s. Zannies, fucking Molly, anything in pill form. Thank God that, thank God that this is before that fentanyl nasty era. Oh, I couldn't imagine. But that was tough. You get older and you see all these docs about the Sackler family and what they were doing with the with the perks, with the hospitals, big big pharma. You've got to learn about those things. So I mean, I'm always down to have those conversations. But where do you have them? today it's, it's inspirational though because I, like i said i remember back in the days being at miller studio hearing the stories i mean 16 bass you know, we was around so understanding it and then when i look towards it the best person to talk about addiction would be you because you kicked it you became a millionaire and you became successful so but i don't see you talk about it so i'm not coming at you but i but you know, you know you know what you know what though is it a sensitive thing? Is it, is. it sensitive? It, it is. And, okay, I and, and I take that back. Because today in hip-hop, 
you have these conversations, but they're mental health conversations. Mm. What do you mean by that? They're cousins. They go together. I don't agree with that, Joe. You you can't please please the floor is so, yours. So so well, I'm not as articulate. So allow me to spit it in layman's terms. Because mm-hmm. you, know? you will. I feel that that's an excuse. What I mean is that addiction to drugs is addiction to drugs, and, and mental health issues to me is mental health because a lot of things can cause mental health issues. And I feel like a lot of people, not yourself. They, they, they try to intertwine a lot of things in one to sort of not be able to look within themselves or sort of not talk with something that they try to sweep under the rug. And I notice a lot of people do that. They, they, they equate a lot of things into one and make it a broad spectrum, an overall thing. Like It's just when you have to sometimes get into the crevices of the situation to understand how things came to be. So if, 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 if we're talking about drugs and you just say, and you're talking about mental health, I'm gonna think that mental health meaning that I'm not gonna me personally I'm not gonna equate it with he was on drugs I'm gonna say that he probably experienced something some sort of trauma and stuff like that and I'm going to be sucked into that and and listening a lot of times people don't really get into details they don't like to face their trauma you are a long-winded nigga I am I am but you caught on well (laughs) let's get into the crevices of it just like you said have you ever been depressed I don't answer questions yeah I have (laughs) I have, I have, yeah. Been depressed. Mild. <clears throat> mild depression. Yeah. Yeah, I've been, I've been depressed. Not, nothing too crazy, but you know. It sounds mildish. It's, yeah, mildish. And I'm only saying that from that long monologue you just gave. I think anybody a little more familiar with depression would have a broader understanding and would equate the two. Let me help you. If you're stuck in a deep, 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 deep dark depression. Every second living here could be a difficult one, right? Those people typically find ways to feel better, to self-medicate, to bandage things, all while not telling people what's going on. And in a lot of those instances, it's drugs. Now do you see how they go together? Got me. Got me. But I can still get you too. So I see how it goes together. You got me. That was a good one. Yeah, that was good. At the same time, do you see my point? No. You don't. No. My point is I'm a man that likes to be nosy. I wants to know, I want to know a lot of information. So when somebody, I feel like a lot of people and 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 mental health is something serious, and a lot of us in our neighborhoods don't uh speak about our issues and talk with a lot of our in our community are not comfortable talking about mental health. Mm-hmm. So I feel like recently, as of recent, as when I got older, people have been saying mental health, and in my opinion, they have been making it a, a broad spectrum. I didn't look at it as you, as you pointed out to me, and I appreciate that. And maybe I should be a little more conscious because when we interviewed the Zeke guy and I said, yo, you crazy, remember? And remember mm-hmm. you was there, and I'm like, we use that all the time. And he said, you don't know what somebody's really going through. So say that I'm crazy, it could affect me in any way. So it's a lot of things. You know, I'm ignorant. I'm ignorant. It's okay. But I'm learning. It's I have okay. a friend it's that okay. told me. Thank you. <laughs> this is, this is what I'm, I'm, I, I, I'm I understand. Here for you. I appreciate it. I'm here for you. But I'm still nosy. So that's why 
Mm-hmm. I think I guess me being nosy allows me or once you know I want to go into it a little deeper and find out what's the reason and stuff. And people sometimes are not comfortable talking about it. So it's really me. It's not them. I just try to manipulate the situation to make it about somebody else. But I, I'm a manipulator. It was really me. No, just be sensitive to people's. Yes, you told me that. Thank you. Please remind me. Please say it because you did tell me that on live and it helped me look at things from a different perspective. And sometimes as a self-proclaimed manipulator, we tend to want to not look at our manipulation tactics. Okay. Thank you. <laughs> so, so did he answer the question or no? He did. He answered, okay. I just got to come back because this guy is good. He's good. But, but but your first question was how did he get addicted? Is what you were saying? Very right? good. Thank you. For that was the question you were asking in the beginning. How and did I he think get that yeah, like was it? Did it start at the school? Did it start when you went to NC? Yeah, it was the school for me. It was the school, and 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 I'm this that's I'm not blaming because it wasn't the school. It wasn't the school. Like, I have an addictive personality. You can become addicted quickly. I don't gamble the way my brain would like to gamble because my brain would start gambling, right? So you combat those things. But once I got to the school, yeah, the roommates, they were smoking shit. They were smoking different types of shit. And that's how we started. And then you wanted to make that high last longer. So that's where cigarettes came into play. Nasty, disgusting, disgusting. But that's how that's birthed. And then you go home and there is no more. You're looking for the same. So then it's wet, then it's dust. And it really don't get too much crazier in my story than wet and dust, at least until pill time. Mm. You but when home- you on these things and they kick your ass, like if you get low enough, you'll stop. And when I stopped, my life changed dramatically. So who would ever want to live like that again? You you were homeless at one point, correct? No, that would be a misrepresentation of my fine job that my mother did. I wasn't homeless. My mom said, you're either going to live like this or get the fuck out. And I got the fuck out. And nature won for a few little bit. <laughs> where, did you, where did you live? Where did you stay? It was in the streets? I maybe slept in the park twice. You think you could do that yeah, again? Probably do you I remember would, that I would never do that again. I mean, of course you wouldn't, but do you would think if it was a challenge that. somebody gave you, would you be able to do it again? Would you be able to sleep outside for 24 hours? Duh, of course. You could too. Humans adapt. That's our superpower. We, we're adaptive. Yeah, what? It's true. I'm gonna get him. He's pretty good though. He is. Not yet. I know you like his stuff. He is. He is very good. But why y'all trying to get somebody? But it's not about that. You know. You know what it is to speak to somebody. It sharpens your skills. It sharpens. I'm learning. Oh man. And you know what's funny? And and this is what's funny, right? Typically, I don't do podcasts. I don't even do them. But when I do them, it's because it's my man. Most times. So like the last two or three podcasts I've done, I've been like super short, super dry, super just, I ain't really with this shit. I ain't, mm-hmm. what the fuck are we talking about? Because you go to these podcasts and they just start asking about niggas. Niggas and 
the clickbait, salacious, right, right. they get into that. And I'm not, that's never been me. You're talking to a guy that hated promoting his own albums. Like, that's just not, I'm a different introvert. So I'm off on a rant again. But no, nah, that, that. That, that's good though. This is why we started off with, well, no, after no, we started no, no, off. Yeah, no, I like it. And I'm, I'm saying that to compliment you, you gentlemen. Thank you. And how y'all are going about this. Thank you. It's, 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 and to compliment it's, myself and how I'm. Well, you're doing a good job. Because Flip I mean, is my man. I'm, I'm here. No, I'm here yeah. trying to, I mean. And that's what Skane sure. told me. Skane said, you know, Skane said, you know, I forgot that you was, how much you was around. And you just, you start off, he understands our tactic. And he said, we got him comfortable that he started talking, that he had to remember, like, hold on. We said, I'm going to be real with you. I had to sit with Skane for drink, right? three hours editing this stuff out. Mm. After. I had to sit with him. He just said he was just talking. He said, nobody get me like that, Flip. And he said, I'm like, Skane, it's okay. That's good. But I had to respect it because who he is. We'll get to that later. Yeah, yeah but Skane also ain't the... Sit in front of the camera. Most of the exec dudes. <laughs> I know. I know. I feel good though. Joe had him. Joe had him. Oh, I had him. And why would you even want to do that to Skane? No, not like that. <laughs> what I mean, had him. I mean, this is one of my favorite interviews because we've I've been watching Skane since a child, and to have him open up like that and mm. just it was it was it, it meant something to me. You know, that's why I didn't mind because I understood how hard it was for him. I mean, starting off it, and he told me that on the phone today when I spoke to him. He said, "You have a way of doing it." And I don't understand, but, and I said, yeah, I edit some stuff out for you. You owe today, me one. Today, that's one of my pet peeves. I can't stand doing the interview. Mm. And then afterward, the niggas got 90 edits for you to make. Oh, um, it. it sends smoke from my head. <laughs> so when, when, when should we not edit? Like, it have to be, I mean, out of, so out of respect for when we have a rapport, I wouldn't mind. But I think, man, a lot of people overdo it, you know. They overdo it with the my edits. my how I run my shit. Mm -hmm. I and all right, because people gonna listen to this shit. Let me word myself properly. I'm also not guest based, so if I'm talking to you, we have a rapport, or I would like to get to know you better. So in that business model, I allow all edits. Mm. I want the space to remain free, calm, and artsy. Everybody feel free. And in that, later on, there's a trust that will take out anything that anybody is uncomfortable with. I give their team, hey, send notes back. Because I don't want that. I'm not the guy that's going to put the salacious bullshit. I'm not trying to do that. I'm trying to have a genuine conversation with somebody. Mm -hmm. And attract people that way. That's what keeps the door open. It keeps the well, door open. Well, if you open. look, I'm 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 in the longevity game. I'm Got in the, I'm in the long game. Got it. I'm not I'm not here for the short sighted, quick YouTube bump or the advance from over here, and I'll work back. I'm, I've been out of that game. Good guy. I like you, man. You a nice guy. Jesus. I like you. Right. I ain't right, give it to him yet. Right, he, right, right. Yeah. So, you know, you know what's funny about him. He he he's very analytical, so he's analyzing and seeing, but we can't. That's why he have the shades on, so we can't see what he's looking at. But he's analyzing. I'm looking at y'all. Yeah 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 yeah. He's looking at y'all. La, la, la. I've been wearing shades on my pod as of late. Mama Love told you if you didn't get your act together, you went outside. Yeah, but it was for a little bit. When did you start recording music though? Oh, 
when did I started actually recording recording music? Well, had to find somewhere to record, right? Yeah. And I'm not thinking nothing about recording music. Like I'm writing rhymes to step in the cipher and destroy. I'm writing rhymes so at lunchtime I kill everybody. At this point, I'm driving to different hoods, hopping out. It was cipher time. That's what was going on back then. I wasn't thinking about actually recording something. At mixtapes, we was on blends. We was on blends in Jersey City at this time. Mm. It wasn't it wasn't freestyles and all of that. That came later. So I had to meet somebody named Maher. That was his name, Lebanese. But his DJ name eventually became DJ Quest. And he had some equipment. And he had records, and I used to go down there to his basement and start tearing shit up. Mm. Wu-Tang beat, Mob Deep beat, Grave Digger beat, this beat, any beat. I'm just tearing them up at this point. So now I'm tearing up beats. He putting them out. They going out somehow. Maybe maybe not too many people hearing them, but at this point, oh, it's our open mics in Jersey City. I done popped up to a few of those now. In a little while, I was probably one of the best, one of the best in, in town. Mm. At this time now, who 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 was around that we might know about now that that was around you back then at that time when you coming up? Like who are some people that we might know now that's that signed or that, that got a name for themselves now that was around Jersey City that you were seen in ciphers or you seen nobody? Nobody. It's me. Hmm. Lone survivor. Fuck's <laughs> <laughs> he talking about? You sure? Are you sure? I'm, I'm positive. I mean, since me? No. Who would y'all know? Y'all would know Jersey City. We had Double uh, X Posse. Can't, uh, not going to be able to do it. You might know that. And you don't know that. Wow. See, mm. so we done. <laughs> we, <laughs> if you don't know that, then don't so, worry so, about it. So, 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 you started killing all the beats. But what age are you at this point? I'm killing these beats, I'm what, 15, 16, somewhere around there. Okay. Now, 15, 16, you're killing these beats. Mixtapes? Yeah, they're just mixtapes, still ciphers, open mics. And it wasn't until, oh, wait, no, then I went away. Then I went away. That's pretty important. Mm. Then I went away. At 17, 16, somewhere around there. My memory's bad. Mm -hmm. But somewhere around there, that's when I went to Newark Renaissance House. Sat there for a little over a year. Maybe get a little, maybe a year and a half, something like that. What did you do? What do you mean what did I do? When you went away, like you said, is, is it like, did you go away? Is it like a, 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 what do you mean you went away? Where did you go? Is prison? Is what I just prison? said where I went. I just yeah. said the exact name of where you I went. You did, but I'm saying now, when I ask you, what did you do? To me, I'm when you say I went away, I think that you went away to jail or somewhere. <sighs> no, Flip. If you're asking me, are you Vlad? No! Are you, trying to, are you trying to Vlad me? How? Okay, Flip. All right, let me go. Say the name again. You're right. Say, you're right. You did say the name. Say the name again. Say the name again for me. I'm sorry. Newark Renaissance House. So listen, I see where you're trying to get to. We'll get to it. At that time, I was doing B&Es and other bullshit, right? 
and the people I was doing them with, they were coming to get picked up. So I went there and sat. I figure in the event that I was being searched for, this would look nice. And I needed some help. Oh, I see. So I went and sat up voluntarily, not mandated, voluntarily for like a year and a half. That part of the story is important because it's back to writing. It's more writing time now. Rid of all distractions, not outside, it's writing. So by the time I pop out of there, I'm well strapped for whatever. Jump in. So Newark Renaissance House, um, they serve individuals, families, and the community through innovating programs that treat disease. Okay, got it. Yeah, I understand. And you decided to go in there. Well, I would have to see what that is today. <laughs> I'm talking about 96, 97. Don't play. No, I'm just saying. I'm talking about, just, I'm talking do about 97. Don't, don't do that. Apologize I just to them. Be That's clear. wrong. Because now you could have just helped them and showed them there was a place. You just gave them a plug. There's a place that you sat down and it, you got your mind right and, mm. and you wrote and you came out a beast. And now you say you got to see what it is today. No, I have to see what your website says today. My voice is strong. Your platform is big. You want to check things before you speak them into the It's universe. a nonprofit community-based organization. It's a mental health and lifestyle issues associated. Yes, same place. Yeah, got it. Same place. Good. Now, real quick about when you're in there, is it people that's coming around? Is it like a program, like people talking to you and stuff like that? Is it something like that, or you just... They don't really bother you. Uh, no, there was there was structure and discipline. Nice in there. Salute. But people were mandated there. Um, bunk beds and shit. It was, but it was all right. It wasn't, it wasn't the worst. <laughs> Food wasn't the best, but I mean they had good people there. Good people there. Again, meeting more people from just different walks of life. Now. In hindsight, though, man, all of these blessings early that you just don't know about, that's why life is so great. You get to look back like, oh, shit, that's what was happening. Like, that's what was happening. More rappers are in there. Damn, I wish I could remember everybody's name. I would shout you niggas out. Y'all know who y'all are that was in there, though. Um, and then you came out. And I came out. You did and I got with Dub out. B. I was introduced to Dub B, white boy, Ezra. Shout out to him. Still speak to him today. Um, How are you introduced he's mad, to Dub? He's, um, somebody said, yo, there's this white boy, and this is in 96, 97 again. Yo, there's this white boy in Bayonne who is just making beats on a computer, and you can record at the computer, and he mixes at the computer. Mm. Today, that sounds like to everybody, doesn't it? But everybody, in 96, <laughs> for somebody to be doing that, that was next level genius shit. So, yeah, and his beats were hard. Uh, Match made in heaven. So I started rapping on his beats. And that turned into a few different things, right? Like, I was in a group. I was finding myself, and he was finding himself. But 
you could record and lay and have original music instantly. Nice. And let's not forget you was in a group. What was the group name? Oh, I don't remember. I was in a bunch of different groups. <laughs> what do you want me to do? I don't. This was at an this was at an important stage in your life. You don't remember? Okay, you don't remember. No, because the group part wasn't that that that. Well, one of the groups that wasn't that important. How many people was in that group that you don't remember? Well, which time? The the first one. Oh, the first one. That was like a lot of people. <laughs> that was a lot of people. Very important experience. Was was it? Because that was. Because that group was just comprised of the dopest dudes from our neck of the woods in Jersey City. Mm -hmm. Well, they was on the hill. I just used to come up to the hill. So it was one group and another group. It was me. Uh, damn. And it was like two other people, all young, same age. And when we came together, this was the franchise, I want to say. I want to say that. That's what that's that was. That's good. Also, so you, you, you with Dub B. So that's more high school talent show type mm -hmm. shit on the block, rhyming, battling. That's still all of that. But when it was Dub, we was making joints or trying to make joints or learning how to make joints. I had joints. I was recording records. And we skipped this a little bit. You were battling. When you say battle, you were actually battling. Did you battle anybody besides that later on in Hollow and all that? Did you battle anybody... Um, you know how people say, yo, I battled them when I was younger. Did you battle anybody in the industry, any up and coming at all? Was it like that? Mm, nah. I used, to say, I used to say I battled DMX, but that wasn't really a battle. I was battling. He wasn't battling. <laughs> um, in the battle circuit, I battled Idea. Rest in peace, Idea. Rest in peace. Um, he tore me up. Wow. Tore me up, sent me on my way home. Um, hey, you thought you battled DMX? Yeah, I thought I did. Rest in peace. Rest in peace to X. Right. And, and even that still sounds wild for me to say, rest in peace to X. Did, was he, he was just like, did he, was it back and forth? Or was it like you was just rapping and then he No, rapped? it was me just rapping. But he was supposed to rap. But this was on, uh, they shot, uh, they shot Belly. Shot belly outside of my mom's building, which was Jersey City. So, well, one of the scenes in Belly. So, I caught DMX on one of them nights, but he had to go shoot a scene. Hmm. And that's where I got, um, damn, whose number did I get? Swiss Uncle TK. Anyway, I got, I don't remember. Brain freeze, but I got somebody's number, and that's how we stayed in touch. And Swiss was trying to put me in a group with Cassidy and Dragon. That was super early. That's before y'all came into play. All y'all on top guys. So, so, so he tried. To, why you didn't join the group, Cassidy and Dragon? Did you? I just didn't work. I didn't. I didn't even learn about that until a few years later. I was just coming around, rhyming. Maybe Swiss had plans. This before anybody was anybody. Got it, got it, mm. got it. So then 
you you actually making music and how did the mix is this the time around the time where the tape that you guys made, the songs that you guys made, got into the hands of Webb and and is this mm -hmm. is Yeah, Webb heard those songs. Do you remember the songs that was on there? Not at all. Cause yeah. I know Webb brought it to Skane and that's what's It was know. a song called If You Thug. It was a song. I don't know what Webb heard, yo, to be honest with you. He might have heard a couple freestyles too. Cause I had rhymed over a couple he might have heard some of that. Whatever he heard, I was nice. So I mean, who cares what he heard? But you did but you did you you met Webb and he got the C D or he got the CD. No, before. Webb got the CD from Cutmaster C. Cut, yes. Cut the Cutmaster. He got it from Cutmaster C in his car. So. Yeah, Cut yeah, said yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. Right. He said I'm it on here. All right, relax, I'm man. Sorry, I'm just telling you. I just want to make sure. I make sure you. Yeah. So he got the CD yeah. from Cut. He got the CD from Cut, and then the rest was history from there. We'll say it was history. It what. Webb brought it to Skane. Slow down. Don't rush my family's organization. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I got the on-top tattoo here. Uh -huh. don't, don't rush my family's organization now. Uh, okay? Don't, don't do that. Get you this shit that. off, man. So, so he cut, gave it to Webb. Mm -hmm. Webb heard it. Webb brought it to Skane. And then Skane brought it to, I think he said, is he talking Kevin Lyles? Or? Mm -hmm. he brought it to somebody, he said. And they listened to it. And they was like, yo, we got to bring him in. How long, like, from when Webb got the CD, did they call you inside? Like, how did they? How did that whole thing happen? You're a little young ass. You wasn't outside. You skipping. You skipping man parts of so shit. So help me. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> you told me to shut up. Yo, fucking uh, no. It might have happened like that, but I didn't get a deal like that. That's what Skane told me today. No, I didn't. But I didn't. That's how I got my deal. But that wasn't the order. That wasn't the timeline, right? Like, so if. C gave it to Webb, and Webb gave it to Skane. At some point, there was a conversation of development because them old songs, they they wasn't getting nobody signed, and I still really didn't know how to make a record. Like now, I'm in New York. Now we in Queens. Now it's mixtapes. Mm -hmm. Now I'm kind of here, and we on we on the AF. We fucking you know these niggas. We riding everywhere. Miller's house. Mm -hmm. But we moving. And you could just feel that culture. So I saw why it was so important to them. Like, them niggas used to stress, now nah, you need a new verse for every tape. You need a new verse for C. You need a new verse for Boom. You need a new verse for... I'm like, oh, you niggas lunatics. Well, actually, I wasn't saying that back then. I was just going. I was just going. You was a little stubborn. I remember you being stubborn, but yeah. Well, I'm a, I've always been that, but not with the rapping. No. You you couldn't do the amount of rapping that I was doing back then. No. Being No, nah, you weren't I wasn't stubborn there. So yeah, anyway, so yeah, that was happening and we was making music. Now we was making music so on top and we making music. They bought the we had Miller's house, we put it together, and they got a spot. It was at we was at Terry House and we was we was cooking. Uh and then in that batch, at some point. Skane took to Kev. And so, then that's how that deal happened. But in, and during that time, you were. But I had to go get hot. I had to go tear the streets up. I had fact? to go. I had to go go to work. It wasn't so. 
it wasn't just so transactional that way. I had to go do some shit. At, at, Everybody at, did their job at that point. So you still doing? You, you still running around doing shows? You still? Wait, whoa, 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 whoa! Shows. I mean, like, where do shows? Where do shows come up? Well, I mean, what's no, a show? Not the well. You said, like you said earlier, you was doing well early on in the career before this. You said you were doing showcases like that. So now, oh you, no, we just now you been say outside. No, I'm sorry. so I, I want to know like what you mean by when you outside now? Like, yeah, as don't far as the, my the man artist, like that. the artist aspect of it. You saying you outside now? You, you now know. I'm outside with with Webb, Nitty. Mm. We just moving. Rest in peace, Bo. Peace, Bo. Mm. The guys. I mean, I don't want to go through the guys, but you just moving. I'm. It's now more exposure. Remember earlier I talked about meeting people from different walks of life. Mm. So now I'm exposed to just people from a different walk of life. So we are moving. I'm in a vehicle now. That's what right. I mean. We are in cars, traveling, seeing the town. Soaking all of that in. That's what I mean. So Weber Nitty bring you around to different network situations. We was just moving. We was all over. Hey, we gonna go. They, they it's a tournament over here. We're gonna run around. You know, Web. Hey, we gonna run over here to the projects over there. Fact. Yo, real quick, we gonna find a place. Leave it up. Just running around. <laughs> running around. Yeah, running around. You know, Web, Web, Web. You know, and Nitty, shout out to them, man. I mean, mm -hmm. there were some good guys to be around. At the mean, well, gotta be careful what I say. I mean, because I don't want my phone to ring. <laughs> uh, yeah, okay. All right, all right. They were good guys to be around, meaning, like, <laughs> people liked them, and some of them did it. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay, go ahead. I'm sorry. I had, I was, I had no idea about none of that. <laughs> that's, the, that's the beauty of ignorance. And that's the beauty of being young and... You didn't know I'm, anything about them. I'm, I'm, you didn't know. No, 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 about about that. Got it. About that part that you're saying about them being liked or not liked. Got it. I didn't know nothing about that. Got it. Okay. I'm yes. so I'm so thankful that they allowed me to be me. That's a fact. Like they never made me uncomfortable in that. I mean, they laughed it because I was dancing and shit. They didn't understand Jersey niggas dancing to music. <laughs> That's funny. Um, but yeah, they allowed me to just focus on music and music only. Shout out, shout out to Web and Nitty. Right. When, 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 at the time, like, and, in, and during this whole situation, I mean, you know, it's Clue. You're around Clue, mm. right? Uh, I think, but you were, Envy as well, right? He had Envy as well. Mm -hmm. um, on point? Mm -mm. Not yet? No, no, on point was not yet. All right. And on point has nothing to do with none of this yeah. at this point. I haven't yeah. met on point. On point comes in 06. Yeah. So you was around them and. and, and we, in, we in 01. Bring 02. us to. Bring us to. Was Stack around? Was you around Stack? Did you know not Stack at, was around? Not the in time? 01 and 02, no. Yeah. So now bring us to the to the point where pump it up and recording the focus and You just asked mad different shit. Man. What the fuck are you asking me? Bring us to that point of that album and putting that together. 
Is it is it hard? Do you want to forget it? You got your, your first album. You have your whole life to make. So, I'm with the same producer that I told y'all about that I first met making the beats in Bayonne, New Jersey. We have a chemistry there. Like, we had records. My album was done. My album was done. I was hot. I needed a record. I needed a single. That's what happened with Pump It Up. I needed a single. I hate, I've told this Pump It Up story so many times. Of course, okay. I needed a record. So I just blaze. Made the record. Yeah, we had, okay. We don't want Got it, because, yeah, rock the, you know, this was the rock the mic too. They passed on it. Yeah, they right? passed on the beat. But I don't know that at the time. Mm-hmm. Ignorance is great. Man, I don't know that at the time. At the time, he played a beat. He tried to skip past it really quick. I was like, no, bring that back. It was the, it was the scenario shit to me. I thought I was about to do some real hip hop shit. I had no idea that that would turn into what it turned into. Hmm. Let me, let me. But I had my record. Yeah, let's let's stick to that real quick. Six months later, album was out. I'll let you. I'll let you finish. Yeah, I'm finished. You went to Jay in a studio to uh, get a verse. Skane told me that Jay Z charged two hundred and fifty thousand. Now, when I was speaking to Skane, I said, you know, I heard this story, but and I called him today, and I said, I, I want to understand that. Do you, hey, you. Do, do you feel like? He didn't like, cause, cause we know, Joe. Do you feel that did Joe do something when he met him in the studio to kind of rub him the wrong way to offend him? Was Joe? Cause I remember you said that Jay at the time was your favorite rapper at the time. I think I saw something. I remember watching a video you saying that. So I asked him, did Joe? Do you think Joe might offend him? Was he a little bit too overzealous? For him to charge that price, because like Skane said, Skane said, I remember where I was at. I remember where I was standing when Jay told me that. He said, I told Jay, like, Jay, it's me. And I said, do you think that, because this is going to be a two-part question, I'm long-winded. Do you think that Joe did anything to warrant that price? He said, no. Why do you think Jay, and I'm asking you the question, why do you think Jay put that big number that was more than half of your budget, the budget for project i don't think it was a big number i, I think that was his number that mm -hmm. that's my number to rap on this new artist remix it was just big in my world but it wasn't a big number so at the so now in retrospect you look at it differently from a different lens 100 percent. because like you said 20 million is not a big number huh 20 million is a big number Oh, I just saw something when you talked about it. Don't worry. So, but now in retrospect, that's not a big number. Like you don't feel like at the time it was big to you. You felt like, did you feel like the relationship that it, he had with Skane? And, and 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 listen again. I'm super young in that moment. I wasn't in the studio when they had the conversation. I knew that I knew that they had some type of relationship. Uh, it was just Blaze beat, and I was green. Green behind the ears. I mean, I just thought that it would get done. I didn't know anything about the business and how things like that are supposed to go. That was part of the course. It was like normal 
oh, this is what you want? Yo, because you're my man, I'm having this conversation. Otherwise, I wouldn't even have this talk about no new artist with nobody. But since it's you, 250. It was big to me because it was un unattainable. Like that wasn't, it was outside of my budget. But the blessing was that he gave a number. Mm. If there was a way to get it, maybe this gets done. Maybe the start of your career goes different if you can find that money. But no, we didn't have that. Did you, so, then you, you were upset about you at the time you were offended and then you was, you said some choice words. No, yes. when I let Webb and them niggas put a battery in my back and I was a young, hungry rapper. So that's Don't blame, don't blame the family. <laughs> I'm, I'm not blaming, I'm just saying. Don't say what? that. Webb was charged up. Oh, chill. <laughs> Webb got me charged up. He, he got away. What the call? He Webb, got away. Webb has a way of getting he niggas charged up. He does. Yo. He does. He does. And he charged me up, and it didn't take much. So let me be accountable in the situation. And I wanted to rap. But I'm, I was still coming from, remember, I've come from ciphers and battling and shit like that. So now I'm thinking same shit. It's, it's rap time. It's battle time. I thought that's what the niggas did over here. But no. I mean, it worked, though. It did. I got my remix. Give me that beat, fool. It's a full-time jack move. Did, 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 you, did you like what he said on that? Loved it. Hot, right? Went crazy. And, 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 and this is the second question because I asked... <laughs> Michael Jordan, the rap recording. Yeah, you, you went crazy on that. Oh, we baby. Matter of fact, who's you were... the nicest life of life? List yeah. on his mic device. He went crazy on that. Let me ask you a question though. Oh. If somebody like that, right, jumps on the record and you don't like the verse, would you tell them? Well, no. No. <laughs> <laughs> what well, jumps? Is it? It's all right. Wait, jumped on my record or just jumped on the beat? No, like. All right. Because if the instrumental out, is out and you are no, on, well, no, instrumental different. I'm talking about you know the record's out, remix now. He's oh, on, a, on an official, yeah, official remix. remix and oh like, yeah, no, he, he sends you, you a verse. Oh no, 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 no. Yeah, you tell him. Someone, someone like Jay Z. At the time, well, still now, oh, no. still Jay Z. No, he could have farted on that shit and would have worked. That, <laughs> that didn't matter. I ain't talking about nobody in particular. <laughs> yeah, whose side was you on? You shit, know, nigga. I, I, this I nigga over lie. there whistling. This nigga the, over there, what the, the fuck is going you can, on? You can, but you couldn't have said that. You could tell you wasn't around. You can, are you crazy? Mm. You couldn't have, you couldn't have, you couldn't have, I was there. You could have said that in front of them, but it still was hot listening to it as an no, adult. No, it was. I'm talking shit, it was. I couldn't have said that in front it of was. them. It was. I couldn't have said that in front of Webb and them. That's what I'm saying. They was too like, what? It was too, it was, it, it was a lot. And then being, you know, yeah. So. Good old second, days. The second question I asked is you wanted to know what I asked Kane. I said. Somebody had mentioned, he said he had to just say, he said, I just had this conversation, Flip. I said, do you feel that Jay could have done more when he became the president for Joe? Mm. And I asked him, I said, do you feel that he could have done more to, <laughs> to, to, to push him and to push his album or done more for him as an artist? Mm -hmm. And Skane said, I just had this conversation. And his reason was, he said, no, because... I was able to get Jay on the phone, and he he said that having that relationship like Jay would pick up on the like anybody that Jay called would pick up on the first ring, and he had that rapport 
He said he got Jay to, he wanted Timbaland to get a beat for Joe. And Timbaland was acting, you know, at the time. And he said he got, he called Jay and Jay made it happen. But I asked him, I said, at the, do you think that anybody else sees it like that? And he said, some people may. But he said he didn't feel that way. So that question is to you. Do you feel like Jay, when he became president, could have done more for you, for your, you know, for you as an artist, you know, no. or you really feel you see it the same way as yeah, are you ask, are you asking me this today or how I felt in back then in the moment? I know how you felt back then. Oh, back okay, then. no, I don't feel like that today. Yeah, yeah because today, I mean, you, I mean, today you got I, a lot of money now. Today, I understand his his disposition. What do you mean? Explain. It. Well, what other black rapper became the president of a label anywhere? Anywhere. And he was still it, an artist? It was, it was him. And he was still an artist. He had to manage, his, manage the label, manage his own shit, his own businesses that he had going on. Like the spot that he was in then, that was self-centered. Or, again, more ignorance, just not knowing, only looking at it from my perspective and my eyes and yeah that's what you was mad when you were younger you, the younger you were upset you were offended you felt like more could have been done younger you yeah but saying saying that needs to be inward got it mm -hmm. it didn't need to be outward before that's ever toward somebody else you've got to make sure your basis is covered and you covering them and that's not what was happening back then what what did I what reason did I have to feel like I should get a release date before the label thinks I should get a release date in that moment? I didn't. It's not like I had a Fetty Wap year in 2016 where I got all these records running and I, hey, put me the fuck out. Like that's not what was happening. So no. Nah. And yeah, I remember. I remember the sessions where. Uh, Timberland and was Hove. Like there were times where, like I remember, I remember there being a segment where we was trying to really get this album done and completed and who knows why it didn't happen, but that's the music business. I don't feel like that. You don't, I don't, I don't really agree with you. What is that? I can't tell you how to feel, but I know you felt, I know that you're a man that thinks. You had to think something back in the day. I didn't know anything back in the day. Got it, got it. And when you don't know enough, all there is to do is it's feel. Assume. Is feel. Yeah. Is to just be sensitive to things, be reactionary to things. If you don't, if you don't know. But now that and I didn't know. I didn't know shit about shit. Not, but now that you became in the business and you became successful and you see things from a different scope, you're able to understand things better. One thousand percent. You know, that's a part of growth. One thousand. At the time, it wasn't. It wasn't that. I remember. I remember I mean, hearing he about it. He yeah. did this records against Def Jam. <laughs> he did. Shit was fucked out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Shit, yeah, nigga. yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah, you did. Yeah. And you should have been charged a fee like they was charging Dipset any time that they dissed them. You should have been charged. I don't know anything about that. Of course you don't. Yeah, 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 of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do that smooth stuff. You should have been charged a fee. The funny thing about that, though, is I went to record a bunch of joints with uh, Ronnie Jerkins, Dark Child. And that CD or those files got leaked somehow amongst DJs. And a DJ named that record Def Jam Disc. Mm. I didn't purposely say, hey, this is a Def Jam Disc. 
that was just more ventilation type shit for me, more therapeutic type shit. Gotcha. But when when it went out titled that way, that's what it was. And you stood on it. What did you did you were you proud of that? Proud of what? The work, the, the music, and were you proud of that? Like, did you stand on it being called a depth? You, you didn't go against it. You didn't say, nah, it's not a depth jam. You know, it's not a depth jam. It's well, stupid. I don't think I was on the greatest of terms in my own brain with Def Jam. Again, more just idiocy, right? True. Because who who was paying for me to be out there with Dark Child <laughs> <laughs> trying to come up with records? Yeah, right. anyways. A lot of it was just emotional and lack of understanding, man. Not to say that I, there weren't valid points at some point, but not enough for some of that shit that went on back then. I'm thinking about it now. Um, like your, 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 your first album, you know, not not Joe back then, Joe now. Why do you think your first album didn't sell as much as you think it should have sold? Well, what do you mean? As much as I think it should have sold? I don't, how much do I think it should have sold? It uh, sold. It sold what it was supposed uh, to sell. Why do you answer questions? Like, 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 <laughs> do you hear what? Because I'm a words. Words mean things. He just said mm. to your first album, "Why do you think it didn't sell what you thought it would sell?" Well, nigga, who said you know how I thought it would sell? What do you, I don't understand that. Schematically, <laughs> it's like why? Why? We but it all, We all was, know when you, when when a rapper's coming. what it was supposed to sell is my answer today. That so is you come through with the numbers that it was at, at that time. We're pumping up, being on there, and at the time up. I didn't know shit. Pumping up, reached the number thirty-eight. I didn't know the shit. So if what what was I basing my expectations upon? Mm-hmm. I I certainly wasn't running around checking BDS. Asking uh, how many stores we ship to, like that's I wasn't doing that. So what what was I basing my expectations on? My my the cars playing my shit outside, or the five o'clock free uh, rush hour rush hour shit enough was done. Like where am I getting that from? Round of applause for this man and his growth. Round of applause. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm proud of you, but let, stop that. Round of applause. Now. Oh, let me say this. What I will say let is. Let me say this. Pardon me. Stop. Man, you, we, we can't talk at the same time, Flip. Let me just say this and finish this question, and then you could go. How come only you could be long-winded? True. Now, the Too Fast and Too Furious soundtrack dropped a week before my album, and Pump It Up was also the lead single for that album. And that album, if I'm not mistaken, did 350 week one. So if there were ever a time where I would have wondered, hey, what would it have done? I would put separation between those two projects. And maybe I wouldn't allow for my single to be the lead single of a soundtrack. If that helps your question. Makes sense. Ready? I can speak now? (laughs) So... Let me ask you a question. My man was making his assumption. I got him. Because we all know in the beginning stages, an artist's dream, not saying it was yours, but we would assume an artist's dream is to sell a lot of records. So that's where he came up with his assumption. But we can't take because... You, that, you know, that, that would be an assumption. Yeah. Well you, well, you didn't think that deep. That's what you're saying. You didn't think about... Why, why, is that, why is that thinking deep? That could be a real shallow thought. Y'all want to sell records. 
Anybody can have that thought. A nine-year-old can have that thought. Why is that a deep thought? I'm not answering that question. I'm not doing any any, any that, reverse that, question. That, that, I can't. I'm not doing this with you. All right, so I'll just talk. That wasn't a deep thought at all. So when people ask me, "Hey, how do I, how do I get on?" My question to them is, "Well, what do you do this for?" Everybody don't do it for the same things. So different answers get. I mean, different answers to that gives a different response. For me, when I signed. I wanted to be the illest nigga. I wanted to be respected amongst the people I respected. Again, I'm coming from ciphers. That was the goal in ciphers, to be respected for your skill set. So I was coming in with that mindset. When I signed my name, I I didn't have a rap name. My name is Joe Budden because my contract came and they was calling me Mouse in the Streets. And that couldn't be a rap name because Webb said, what the fuck are you talking about? So... What do you sign here? All right, you sign your name. I wasn't on, it's time to sell records, scrub your history. It, like today when you get on, there's a package that they do for girls and guys. Like they have like a rapper starter kit that they put you through. There wasn't none of that back then. When did you realize... <clears throat> That um, cause you you're nice. We all know you're lyrical and you're nice. And a lot of people like you. No, I'm like, nice, nice. You nice, nice. Okay, yes. yes I'm yes. nice, now. I'm not nice. You are nice, nice. I'm like nice, nice. When did that, you have to that, realize you had to take a break from music? I never took a break from music. Sure. Well, no, I retired. I never took a break in music. Ever. Not one year did I take off. If there was some type of tally amongst rappers that have spit the most bars in their career, I'm positive I would be in the top 10. I never took a vacation. Mm. I never took time for myself, for self-care. Got it. Like, I was rapping to live. I was rapping to survive. At that point, it was just about making it to next day to the next month to the next year it wasn't a plan and set it wasn't generational information passed down that let me know what i should do in the event that i bumped into a large sum of money there were things that were absent for me so yeah the only thought you could have is hey i want to rap better than people you said you didn't think stack bundles was nice in the beginning not when we first met why not because he wasn't nice when we first met Stop, 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 stop. When you first met, he wasn't nice. No. How was he rapping? Fast? Was that mm. a high, his high-pitched voice? It wasn't a lot of breath control. I'm talking about technical stuff. Wasn't a lot of breath control. Didn't really let the, the, the dope line breathe. Uh, just had a lot of, it was, he was new. He was raw, he was a raw, fresh talent and Desert Storm was known for spitters at least to me so my question was what's your vision with this gentleman I didn't see it but Stack rapidly improved fast fast how do you think was, how did you mm. think that happened quickly how do you think something like that happened exposure he was now exposed to 
different things, different rappers, different ways of doing things. He was a sponge. He could look at something and implement it. He had questions. Like he wanted to learn. He wanted to. He he never he never lost that the ability to want to learn and ask and be intuitive. That's what that's what he was. So that was probably a large reason for his advancement throughout the years. Like he got better faster than I have am used to seeing people get better. Like I was a fan quickly. Like I wanted to rhyme with him quickly. Mm. Did you have that conversation with him? Yeah. I had that talk with him. Stack was very competitive. He was. He was very competitive. Stack would diss me on the song. <laughs> like, and call me and tell me. Yo, I sent sent one at you, man. I don't know, I just got that. That's he he had that. That, you know, when rappers are in the studio together. That that it's time to lay the verse shit. That the rappers know what I'm talking about. He he had that itch, that and it was it was showcased a lot. At the time that the storm had like the A team, right? The rest in peace, Stack, by the way. Yes, yeah, my guy. Yeah, rest in peace, Stack Bundle. I don't like doing interviews with all these rest in pieces, man. Now we said a lot today. This is kind of, this is probably the most. I mean, there's a lot of death. There's a lot of death. Stark reminder when you got to sit here and say rest in peace behind every single name that you say. Mm. That's sad. You were saying. You say I'm with A-Team and all that. Before you go to that, though, I know the record you did for Stack on, on your on your joint. Send him my love. Talk about that. like Moon, moon, moon Music 3. How'd, you, how'd you feel when you heard the news about Stack and, you know, like what, what really- I feel horrible. I cried. It was, it was dark times. Real bad. Really bad morning. Really bad morning for me. Real, real bad process writing that song, recording that song, releasing that song. But I felt like I owed it to him. Right. Felt like I owed it to him. That was my guy. I definitely felt that through, through playing it. You know what I'm saying? Let's listen to the words. I felt, you know, that 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 uh that compassion for him. Yeah, because by the him. time he passed, I was now acting as like more like a mentorship role for Stack. And not that I was smart enough to mentor anybody, but I guess creatively, you just call with questions. Hey, should I do this? Should I do that? thinking about this you run ideas by so our relationship had really really grown uh at the time of his death at that time we was both outside it's 27th street with every club in the world so now you just bump into niggas mm. while you outside it's fucking it's, it's cafeteria it's chelsea diner like y'all know y'all remember that new york that basketball well, spot right there maybe some of y'all but yeah it's that so did you like Fab at the time as well? What do you mean? At the time, did you? I mean, you like him that I much. I mean, these like, are different times we talking about. I mean, Fab. Stack and Fab, different times. No, he was around at that time. Of course, but my introduction to Fab is 01. But we talking about Stack. We talking about, we now talking about five, yeah. yeah, yeah. So what I'm saying, but it's still, you get the correlation. I guess the time, like, because now you became. now. I've you always became, felt like I was indebted to Fab. Like I owed Fab, I quickly got an understanding of at least how the mixtape shit worked. 
with Clue shit. Mm-hmm. That was a that was an achievement to be on Clue. Fab is Clue's artist. They was trying to break him at the time. That's their artist. So yeah, that was a big deal when Fab showed up to do that freestyle. Or when he did that freestyle. Because Fab was Fab by then or well on his way to being Fab. He had the streets on fire. That was a solid and a huge one. To this day, anytime I've ever called Fab for a verse, he just gave me the verse. Like, that's a blessing to have yeah. that. So my intro to Fab was different is what I'm saying. I understand, I understand. I'm just saying, you know, and I didn't mean because, you know, you... I've never had disdain or dislike for Fab ever. No, my, I don't think you did. Career. No, I'm just saying I, I was going through... I, I don't think you did. You were very vocal about how you felt you know, Stack was, so I'm saying that, you know, at the time when you met Fab was in the beginning stages, but Fab probably already had, like when you, at the time you met him, he was. Well, Fab is Street Fam, Desert Storm at the time. I'm on top. They're trying to break him. They're trying to break me. He clearly is first. Skane is my manager. Skane's my A&R. Skane is Clues manager. Like, this is a family thing now, but and on the artist side, again, we're, we were, Fab and I were distant. Like, he's in Brooklyn. I'm in Queens. Like, well, he was in Queens, but you know what I'm saying. It's just different. Different paths. I understand. I understand. You, um, because, and I wanted to change it because, you know, you got a little, making me a little sad when you talk about Stack, man. You know what I'm saying? Dark times, because it was, remember where I was when I heard the message, you know, when I got the call as well. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, these, when you're close to somebody and you're seeing them, I just spoke to Stack, uh, uh, the day before he passed away. Mm-hmm. You know, same thing with Chinks. I saw Chinks mm-hmm. not the day before, but two days before. I saw Chinks the Monday, him and Dirk in Queens. I just hugged him. Him and Janelle, I saw them, and I remember it. So, you know what I mean? That's why I tried to, you know what I'm saying? So rest in peace. Same with Chinks for me, too. Rest in peace, Chinks. Yeah. Both of those are real eerie, eerie stories for me because I was fly with both of them. But, like, for Stack, like I talk about the, Strip with all the clubs. Like, he left the club, went home. Shit, shit happened over there. With Chinks, he's at our spot that we always at. Like, that could, anytime there's a death in hip hop, I put myself there. Like, you could all, that could always be you. Right. That could be anybody leaving the spot that we at every fucking week. And niggas tell you, and now shit just, ugh, unfortunate. Both, both young, both right about to pop. Like, Chink's, Chink's uh, Body is still one of my favorite songs just Bye. to this day to play. Uh, but, yeah, Dope House, like, they was about to, mm. that, that's, the, that's what's fucked up. That's what's fucked up. Because Chink's was supposed to be able to hear how Dope House and Body was ringing off. And he didn't get to hear it. Stack was supposed to be able to be outside and hear how the generation that he best fit in was on the way. <laughs> he should have been there for that. Whatever. Mm. Fast forward, let's 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 move. Um a couple of questions I have for you. And I'm going to be jumping around, so please use your expertise and and hone me in as your friend, because I, I, you consider me a friend. Have a blast. 
Don't disrespect my couch again. Still, hmm? don't disrespect my couch. It's still comfortable. I'm glued to this motherfucker. Stop it. So, <laughs> go ahead and look at your little notes, nigga. No, 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 no. no, no. <laughs> it's so great being a podcaster doing podcasts. It's in my mom, but I want to. It's see so what dope. I Man, shut your ass up, man. Get your shit I, off. I just want to see where I want to go with this. Go ahead. Right, so don't don't hey, rush me. I'm, it only been two hours. <laughs> <laughs> no. So, you joined Love and Hip Hop. <laughs> joined like it's a gang. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I don't want to say it. Oh, you know my God. Okay, yo. okay. You tell us about Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. I joined Love and Hip Hop. Why? Why? Z. Yes, why? At the time, my first stint, I figure I had already introduced my relationship to the public via YouTube, via short clips. I figured that Love and Hip Hop would be an advancement of that, like another extension of that, if you're asking my thought process at the time. Did you like it? What, the experience? Yeah. Cause you like loving hip hop, you know. Some people live yeah. there; they don't like it. Oh no, not me. I'm not mad at loving hip hop at all. Um, you had an issue on loving hip hop. A couple of issues. Um, no, I didn't. You didn't have any issues. I never had an issue on loving hip hop. I don't know what Google report you all read. Well, let me let me remind you. Um, you had a misunderstanding with a brother named Consequence. Do you remember that? Didn't loving hip hop? Did you did you forget that? That. That that wasn't a love and hip hop issue, but it ha it wasn't a love. So it wasn't a love and hip hop issue at all, man. I don't really think it was an issue at all. But okay, I see where you're going. But don't 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 tell me you. I hate this. Don't do that. Because it didn't. I when you say issue, right? Let me just clarify Thank so you. people don't say I'm talking to riddles. When you say issue, right? Love and hip hop. The storylines and the premise of the show is based on issues. So mm -hmm. niggas have had fights, niggas have thrown glasses, niggas have pulled hair, niggas have went to see people. Like so when you say issue, I'm thinking you it's either that or some relationship shit. That's the premise of the show. The consequence shit didn't start on love and hip hop. We had no scene, story. Like that was niggas home, and now he's doing an interview for some other shit. And he says something, and I just happen to be home and hear it. And then we in the interview streets. Like, not the street, but the, that circuit. So I think but, he had an interview with Ebro, and I had an interview with Ebro, and he was finishing, and I was coming in, and I just asked him about an interview where I heard him say some disparaging things. Why do you, why, why do you approach people in a way where you start to speak soft and, you know, like you have this thing? Because I watched that. I remember he was standing there. He was talking very soft and calm. You was in control. Um, is that a tactic or that's just how you are? I wasn't. I mean, it's the like only the, thing I'm in control of in that moment is me. But it's right? like a manipulation that that type of game no. of throne type in your mind tactic. It is. It's slick. It's scary. Uh, like when he when you got hit. <laughs> oh, like that's scary shit. What are you, what are you Yo, doing? At no, you know, I don't want to show no emotions type shit. At no juncture in my career have I ever tried to come off as scary, threatening. Tough, why did you talk violent. to him like that? What? What? what that, I'm that. calm, Flip. If you ask me why I talk calm, I'm calm. I know people don't get that because on camera it's 
amplified, it's theatrics, it's the on switch goes on. Y'all did it, you understand it, it's the on switch. But in real life, I'm calm. I talk calm like that. I can argue with my girl and talk calm like that. Like, But I'm, what do they call that, Joe? You're small. It's, it's, it's something that they call that when somebody... When it's you, calm? It's calm, but it also falls in the line of other things. Can you help me? You, and you have the uh, You're trying capacity. to say I'm calm in moments where it seems like I should not be calm. That's what you're trying well, to say. Well, that's your choice to be calm, right? You, you, you're in control of who, you know, what it is. But a lot of people tend to get aggravated more when somebody's calm. I can't get aggravated over things that are minuscule because my, my, oh, how do I say this? Me ag agitated or aggravated or angry is not showing up as my best self. So I try to limit the amount of things that get me like that. And we black people, so high blood pressure, it's a thing. Stress, mm -hmm. it's a thing. Those things are true. So in real life, people try to prod at me to get like feelings and emotions out because I try to be even killed, like just really calm and zen-like. So why do people consider you, or you know, like this, again, this is stuff online, but people were saying I heard videos and so, why do people consider you an asshole? Videos, clips, how, how were you introduced to me? And I might've been an asshole. Okay. I maybe am still an asshole. Like I don't want to discredit what people say, but how were they introduced to me? Like mm -hmm. the people that say that, I don't really feel like they know me. You saw me on Love and Hip Hop. You saw me in the street and asked for a picture or autograph when you shouldn't have in a courthouse or some bullshit like that in a mm -hmm. strip or something weird. Uh, internet blogs with no understanding of how those blogs work and the way that they depict black men on those blogs and how people monetize uh monetize trauma and emotions and try to stir those things up. These things are real things. But if you don't know any of that and you just see Joe Budden for 20 years over the internet, yeah, I wouldn't expect your view of me to be the greatest. The people that know me, like I got relationships in this business for 20 years. People that have gone from here to here to here to here, just moved all over and you keep in touch with, you stay fly with, mm -hmm. like, Nah, I'm great in real life. I'm a beacon of light. A, so a thought leader in the space. <laughs> but that 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 happened, right? It, it, you know, it, I didn't I didn't like it. I remember being, what happened. But you know, I'm going back to what I was talking about. Um, Consequence. Yes. Um, what happened? Well, what I saw is that so you see a video where you approached him and he was talking. And then on Love and Hip Hop, he hits you from behind. Yeah. Um, now, that was real, right? Because, you know, a lot he really of, did that. A lot of scenes are put together. But no, he, he really, really did that. He really did that. He really did that. Um, and that was all because of what was he offended <clears throat> by? Because he, he said something about you. You heard it and you asked him about it. You would have to ask him. Okay. Like, this is. It would be chatty patty of me to try to speak, and my memory is bad, so Respect. I can't speak for what he was angry at in that moment. Got it. But he was angry at something. Did you guys ever speak after? We spoke after that. Oh, you did? Well, we spoke immediately after that. They put us in two chairs and now had this whole new topic on 
the reunion of Love and Hip Hop. And that's when I said to him, you're not gonna leave this building without me seeing, seeing about you. And then he said, let's go, let's go, let's go in the bathroom. And then we went downstairs and we spoke. And then that was that. And then I saw him again at the, star, at the strip club, Starlets, a few years later. And we spoke again. And that was that. Okay. Okay. Because you do have a way about you. I'm just saying. You have a way of, of, of upsetting um, people. So I just want to know it's if, true. You t- if you took accountability. It's true, yo. You, something. you do. It's true. I know. No, that's dead ass. Kurt See, but I didn't know. Other niggas knew. I had no idea. You know? <laughs> Royce, Royce had to tell me that about myself. Like, yo, you have a way. Like, somebody could say something. But if you say something, I'm noticing you get emotion out of niggas when you just have a talent, a knack of that shit. I got it. And it's true. What does condescending mean? I don't know. Just... <clears throat> Come on, Joe, man. You... Oh. Just tell me what it means. You should know. There you go. See, look, look, all the leg up. Watch, watch. Very good at what he does. Well, I mean, I'm doing what anybody could do when they want the definition of a word. I should have looked it up. You see, that was it. That 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 could have been taken as a shot towards me. Do you acknowledge that your shot towards me was kind of rude? Condescending, showing or implying a usually patronizing descent from dignity or superiority. Now, you were saying. Do you feel that you're condescending? No. No. I'm not superior to anything in any sense do of you, the word. I don't, come I, don't, I don't speak from an elevated place. I don't speak down to people. I don't speak at people. Like So if anybody no. felt that way, it would be their own insecurities? Uh, I can't say that. I can't speak for other people. We would have to have a conversation. But if you're asking me how I feel about me, no, I do not think... I'm condescending on a regular basis. Now, have I been? Do I have the ability to be? Of course, but that's not who I am at my core, nor will I allow you to misrepresent me or paint me with that brush. What? Mm. Excuse me? I'm not trying to misrepresent. Hey, 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 brother. Don't do that. Don't try to reverse it on me. Don't do that. I'm not. You see, that's good. You see, that was a trick, though. Look what you did. I asked you a simple question. And I answered it. You answered it, but then you added a clause to it. You added something at the end of it. Yeah, I have a functioning brain. It works. So if I have a thought, I can share it with you. That's what that so was. So you, you you see my angle. Basically, without calling you condescending, I tried to lead you into reading the definition and seeing if you can acknowledge that some of your ways may be condescending. So what you did was... I'm open to that. What you what you did was you, you, you caught on quick because you're smart. No, no, no. Take the whole oh, no, you are. <laughs> intelligent. So you caught on quick and you were able to reverse it. And said, I will not allow you to paint me in that way. Meaning that if, let's say, I felt you was condescending, it would be only on me and you would not acknowledge that you are. Well, that's also an option. It could be on you. <laughs> the same way it could be me that's condescending. Can't change it on, on one side. Um, oh, man. You know, um, earlier we touched on this and stuff like that, and you walked out. We talked about you walking out on tax and walking out on the interviews, and, you know, you acknowledged that earlier. Um, but that's another thing that I saw that, that, that stuck out to me. The way you talk, the way how people may feel. Uh, you speak very and, – and, and, and 
it could come off condescending in a way. Not to you, but you speak very like low monotone. Uh, you you make a person feel like, what do you what is it like? Not you don't say what do I do, but you be like no. You make them feel you don't answer the question like even when tax was asked you a question, you was just not answering this question directly at the time. It could come off as a tactic. You know how to get under people's skin. You do. Watch, I, I'm a person that get under people's or skin. Or you know how to avoid a question. <laughs> but there's a way to avoid a question by just saying I don't want to answer it. Then you didn't avoid a question. <laughs> Stop apologizing to me, man. That's rude. I'm sorry. Why, why are you doing that? Like, why are you doing you that? That's rude. Why did you do that? Boy? Go ahead, man. Stop. Go ahead. Lift up. <laughs> that hurt my feelings. But it's the truth. If I got to say to any question, yo, I'm not answering that, then I didn't avoid it. I just told you, hey, I don't want to talk about it. It's like when the publicists come in with the list of shit that you can't speak about. <laughs> do do you, um, have you ever spoke to him after that? I know we know where he at now, but have you spoke consequence? No, 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 consequence. Tax tone. Have you ever spoke to him after that? Yeah, I spoke to tax a bunch after that. Oh, you did? Okay, okay. I spoke to tax a day before he got arrested. We was both at our SOBs. I spoke to him two days ago. And you under, like you guys came up with an understanding. I thought that story was fake when he got arrested. Like, I've just seen this guy. <laughs> You thought it was fake, a fake yeah. story as far as the whole situation that happened? No, just in terms of how he was arrested the final time. Got it. Yeah. Got it. Go ahead. You said something about Vlad, and I wrote it today. Um, and I want to, and this is something that I want to mind wrestle with you about. Pause. Why? Because you, I, I just, I just want to find a flaw, okay? Man, mad flawed. No, but don't don't let me find it myself and let me feel accomplished. You said, and I quote, Vlad, folks, and antagonize situations between black men, black men that know each other. Right? That's what you said. Um, you was explaining, right? But can we really, and I'm not saying that you did this, can we really get mad at Vlad when our people are going up there to... Yes. We can still get mad at him. Or no? Like, can we get yes, mad at Vlad can. when our people are going up there to tell their stories when they're using it? Like, how can we really get mad at him and not blame our own people? How can we accuse him of instigating... Oh, see, you're talking about some camera, camera shit and interview shit. I'm talking about who I have known him to be in real life okay, and how so he has behaved in real life in the past. Got it. I've removed myself from knowing anything about how he behaves today. But in the past, yes, that has that has been consistent for him. But you're not referring to interviewing. Was it referring to interviews, right? Are you well, talking about in person? You're talking about instigating in, in... That's what I was referring to at the time of the quote. Got it. Yes. Got it. Okay. I thought you were talking media about media. You, you do know that that is. Oh, I mean, how do we want to do this? You do know that that is media, right? It's conditioning, <laughs> it's brainwashing, it's, it's the spreading of messages and narratives. That is media from the beginning of media 
I say that to say you can 100% use media to divide. It is a divisive tool. So I want to rid the scapegoat of, hey, he's just doing an interview. No, everybody's not just doing an interview. Of course. At the same time. Plenty of people come sit with me and say things that maybe they shouldn't say. And I edit it or I won't allow it to go out or I'll try to stop them from saying it. I'll do something to interject and try to protect the sanctity. Got it. There are interviews that go that way. I've never done an interview where I am trying to get some shit like that out of the person that I'm tr- that I want to feel comfortable. So I've, you, I've never done that. I so, can't speak for how other people. So what, what what do you what do you mean? Try so is that not his job? Stop it, man! Stop it, man! Because you're doing this and you're doing this, and there's literally ties to Vlad being a Fed or talking to Feds. But we're talking about the CBC. See, 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 so that, that's slick though what you just did. You no, it's not. It because I'm talking about one specific thing that you said that stuck out to me, and you didn't hold the people accountable that talked about it. That's what I'm sticking on. I'm not talking about hey. when he told on Rick Ross and suing people. I'm not talking about that. We know that. Oh, neither was we're, I. Not, we're not talking about that. We're talking about do we hold the people accountable that's going up there telling the story? We can't always make it. Not saying you're doing it, but I've seen other people when they describe this man. They're more mad at him instead of the people that's talking about the stories. Whether they get paid or not, they sold their soul to okay, do it. You when do we hold them accountable? You are conflating things. I see what you're doing. Okay. Can you unconflate it for me? For the record, again, that statement didn't have nothing to do with how he conducts his interview. And you did tell me that. You did tell me that. Now. You want to know how I feel about people that just go up there and spill the beans yes, on I do. his yes, platform I do. or any platform? They should be held accountable for the things they say on public platforms. So you feel like a platform should not be provided? Are you? So you? I feel like everybody has to be accountable for what comes out of their mouth. And I respect words that. I agree. are spells and vibrations and energy, and they attract things and they can unattract things. Words are very powerful. I stand by that. So, period. Before you introduce a Vlad, everybody should be accountable for their words. Okay. Nice. I agree. Do you think like the titles and stuff being phrased a certain way and things being put out? It and, he because... needs, and he needs to be accountable for how he goes about his, his style of interviewing. That's that's on him. Well, well let that's me say his this. Business. And the reason why I say that I'm so defensive, not for that. Uh, rest in peace to K. Slay. Rest K. in peace, Slay. K. Slay would not come on flip the script because he said that I have instigated a lot of things, right? That's what he told me. He said, man, you get things up, but man, you brought Sub-Zero up there. You let him talk about Fendi. You started it all over again. The thing with Maino and the guy, and I'm just like, okay, hold on, Slay. Like, these are stories that I know I'm asking, you know, and I'm pretty sure people know about it. I just, I do take accountability. I can see it, but it's not like I'm interviewing both parties. The difference with me is that if I interview, Maino had an issue with a guy. I don't care. No, no, I know you don't care. I'm just can I but tell you. Don't, don't tell me. Oh, don't tell you a story. Okay. <laughs> it's not a real life issue. I'm just talking I about. I don't care. But let me finish the story. No, tell it to somebody else. Okay, but you understand what I'm saying. I think I know where you're going. See, that's why I try to stay out of all of that type of yes, shit. Yes, yes. So what I'm saying is that Kay was saying that, and don't interrupt me like that, but Kay was saying that I am an instigator. And I wanted to say that when you ask questions, you're not necessarily instigating. I feel like instigating would be having both people 
up there after one after another and then going that's, back and forth. That's how I look at it. There's a million different ways to instigate something. Okay. All right. You just described one of them. But there are other ways to instigate something. Got it. Slay could be absolutely right. Rest in peace. In saying man. some of the things that you have done. Rest in peace. Some of the things that you have done has instigated something for me. He's speaking from his perspective and the part that he plays in the situation is unbeknownst to you. He's speaking to somebody in the game. He was right, though. He was right, but it, he, it was, he can not say the, he that, can he, say that he he was right. That, but that wasn't my intention. Well, yeah, but it's excuses or results. So I mean, homeless people didn't intend to be homeless. Like, excuses are also the tools for the weak and incompetent. You know. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, I'm, I'm trying to outsmart you. But that wasn't. I'm, my... I'm not in like a smart competition. It <laughs> just wasn't my intention. Can you understand? I left you school be, in the you don't, do, grade. you don't do stuff like that, and and, and that's why you, you, you. I don't do none of that. Yeah, yo. you don't do it, and you're honorable in that way. Some people want to know the story. Some people want to know the details. Some people. That's just how some people are. Yeah, but everybody got to go to bed with how to how they make their living at night. So I mean, it's not for me. That's for everybody to. Not even discuss, but sit with and go through on their own. And if you feel good about it, then hey, hats off to you. Nobody wants to be looked at as an instigator, Joe. Nobody Not about how you looked at. No, I don't I'm, care. I'm, I mean, nobody I'm, wants I'm, to be. What I'm talking about is inward. Got it. After that, we can get to what the world thinks about what we do. I'm talking about do you sleep well when you go to bed at night with the decisions that you've made through the course of the day? I have made decisions. Where it was a tough night's sleep. I agree. Niggas have gone through breakups where it was a tough night's sleep. I agree. Everything that is in front of you, everything in your life, you attracted to your life. So if you can go to bed cool, go to bed cool. I rock, I, and I rock with that. I don't talk about street shit really on my pod. I don't get into gang shit on my pod. When I have niggas up there and I might know something, I'm leaving it off. That ain't going to get introduced here. Like I'm talking to people I care about and want to protect. I'm not putting some clickbaity bullshit title to get views. I'm not atting niggas. I'm not doing sure. none of that clown show shit these niggas have turned that into. That's me. It's also a position of privilege because I don't have to do that. True. So I can't look, I can't look down on people doing that because everybody's not in the same boat. Some people got to get that off. When, when, mm. when, 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 how I look at it, and I, I do agree, and there is, you know, when that's not your intentions um, and you're doing it just to, you know, know something and it leads off to that, it, 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 it it's bothersome because I never, especially when you get older and you become more seasoned and people see you uh, more, you don't want to be known to as a person that's causing trouble. You don't want to be known as a person that's causing all these issues. You know what I mean? It does. Um you don't understand. You would because you don't do that stuff, but you don't want to be known as that. I don't do it because I know the value of, of life, and That's it's true. it's it's very inexpensive out here. You could die over absolutely nothing out here. True. So when you are aware of that, you try to move like that. And I've had a whole career of just like uh, diarrhea of the mouth, right? So I've said shit about the toughest niggas in the world that I shouldn't have said nothing about, because who knew? I've said shit about this nigga that was connected over here. I've said shit about this nigga who was cousins with this nigga. 
you said shit about somebody who maybe died and somebody loves them. So now it's like, pardon me, but like, like you learn the power of words and what it can attract to you. And who the fuck wants to live like that? Not, not me. So I respect it. I keep like, it's energy. Keep it. Move it. I appreciate that. I appreciate you telling me that. I'm going to go and, uh, and, and reflect on, on, on these things because I, hearing it from you is good. I didn't say it for you to reflect, but awesome. Yeah, that. I don't care what you do. <laughs> Why are you telling me? Don't say you don't care what I do. I'm just saying. I'm going to take that, that and reflect. Don't say that. That's rude. You could have just ignored it and I would no, have been perfectly I'm, I'm fine. No, <laughs> but I'm, I'm, I'm acknowledging your words. Stop being rude. I'm sorry. It's okay. I'm sorry. Um, You have had, sorry, G, give me a second. You have had issues in diarrhea of the mouth in certain situations. Um, but one thing about it is that you stood tall in your issues. The water's right there. You stood tall. Um, Always. Have you regretted anything that you've done or any issues that transpired with anyone? Not a one. Not one? Not a one. It was a learning experience? How do you look at it? Learn from every one of them. You live with regrets, you got to die with them. Everything that I experienced, my higher power wanted me to experience so I could pull something from it so I could do better the next time around. My God does that a lot. Really interesting sense of humor. He'll put me in the same exact situation that I fucked everything up in the very next year or the very next week or two years from now. It'll be, it'll be mirror images of each other. Now, what you gonna do now? And it can't be the same. That's the Monopoly game for me. Do you believe in culture vultures? Do you believe that's a thing? No, that's a thing. Can you explain to me the definition? Because I call myself a culture vulture, but people say I'm not, but I, this is something that I try to make light of. But can you tell me what your definition of a culture vulture is? No. Why not? Because I don't want to. Why you can't tell me what it is? I can. You choose not to? Yeah, I don't want to. Why? Because why? I want to know how you look at it. Not important. I believe that that is a real thing. And I believe they exist. Now, to get into what that is, that leaves shit up for too much too interpretation much Got it. by people who don't really even understand what the fuck this conversation is about. Got it. So it's like, I don't have the time. But you know, it's good to teach. It's good to teach. You may be teaching me something. Well, you, yeah, but I mean, we can have this conversation Off anytime. Camera? But in an interview, I'm not, think what you want about a culture vulture. Because you're a man that's, and, and, and I'll move on because, but you know, you're a man that's in tune with oneself. You're a man that's in tune with the culture. You're very vocal. So I wanted to see your definition of it here from my, from your mouth to my ears. But I do, you know, we can have the conversation off camera because I, I do want to know what you feel a culture vulture is so you can open my eyes so I can be on the lookout. Well, ain't Dame on record explaining what a culture vulture is? His definition may be different from yours. Not too much. No. <laughs> ain't too many different ways to interpret what he said. Not too many different ways to not interpret Not too many different ways to interpret There's only one. one way. I said not too many different ways to interpret that. Yeah. Yo, Words mean things, yo. They do. They do. 
And that's why I'm learning. I'm learning from you. I want to thank you. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. I'm learning from you. I appreciate I you. Um, I feel like I've seen a change in some things, and let me just say real quick, you know, because I'm, I'm going to wrap this up soon. Get your shit off. I've watched you on your podcast recently. Well, it came out a while. I saw it before, but I watched it again. When you, uh, at the time, Rory and Maul was talking about uh, Gilly and the guy with the whole studio thing and the guy that, that you just, it was a subject that you were talking about and you gave your opinion on it. In retrospect, do you understand? I'm trying to connect it to it. may not be connected, but allow me to try. In retrospect, can you see or understand the situation with Gilly and the guy due to the fact that you later on went through issues of not of uh, financial, not financial issues, but differences with Rory and Moore? Do you understand what the, Gilly had the situation with that guy? You know what I'm saying? Where people feel like they owed something. Can you see, a, like, would you be able to understand them now since you went through that situation with your two guys? Or those well, two no, guys? because I'm, I don't have any information about what Gilly went through in that situation. I don't know. I've never you talked sp- about it. That's what I'm saying. You I talk- spoke about something that was reported. Report. Okay. All right. That's, that's not written in So concrete. you don't have the intricate details. I haven't spoken to Gilly, Wallow, or the gentleman about anything. That's just, I just went with what was going on. So I can't say... I can't say if I understand him. I don't know. I know I went through my shit, mm-hmm. and I know that a lot of other podcasters out there have gone through their own version of that. They are parallel. Of people feeling like they're old. No, no, no. I can't speak. No, no, no. Just okay. a mix-up of co-hosts. A, okay. a change, abrupt change in how we move forward. I'm not talking about how people feel about that. I can't speak to that. can't speak to that. I'm only talking about action. Having to replace a seat with another seat. Or not. A redirect of my show. Not when I say my, I mean shows. That's happened a lot in podcast land. It has. It has. Yeah. Um, you said on Math's uh podcast that you um it was it was just in a certain amount of time that you guys would have separated. Are you speaking that from a truth, or was that just you being? I'm saying I, I said that based on the information that was given, right? Like, I wanted to put, I wanted to implement salary when the contract was up. They both were against that, and I think they were on record saying that. So at some point, you would hit a crossroads. But you see, you see, you see how I, you see how I, I, I do it, and, and I'm, I'm gonna tell you why. You see, you, you're good. And I, I want to keep highlighting that. I want everybody to pay attention. On that same interview pertaining to those gentlemen that he, you know, because he don't know the intricate details, mm-hmm. the guy said he wanted a certain amount of percentage from Gillian Wallow, and you commented on that. Then it comes... Commented on what was reported. Reported, yes. Mm-hmm. You didn't know the intricate details. You did not know specifics. You mm-hmm. didn't. But then it's just crazy that... The guys, you guys were talking about it, and it ended up people wanting, but you wanted to put salary, and I guess they didn't want the salary. So I, I, I thought that you would have said, you know what, I can see how things, you know, that's what, that's what I thought that you would acknowledge that. Acknowledge what? That you can relate, like you can see, even though you reported on something that was 
even though you spoke on something that was reported on, how you can relate to the situation. Relation, just relation. I don't. I, I don't want to repeat myself, but okay, I already explained to you why. You already I'm, calm down. I'm calm. No, 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 no. Yeah, oh, God. It's yeah. <laughs> fucking guy, yo. It's all went up. It's all went up. Okay, you okay. got it. You all calm. Um, do you do you ever want to... Have you guys had a conversation, Rory and Mal? You have guys, do you ever want to no. get back on good graces with them? What's good graces? Conversation basis. Like conversation. If you're asking me if I would like to continue to evolve as a human every day and be a better version of myself tomorrow than I am today, then yes. I didn't ask that. You did. I, fuck. I didn't ask that. You did. Do not reverse my words, man. But that is what you asked me. You, you asked, are teaching me you're about- asking, You're asking me to see something. Can something exist in the future that doesn't exist today? And I want to continue to evolve into the person that- would stand there and allow that versus what, what it is today. It's not harmonious today. Hmm. You don't... You acknowledge that the way that you spoke about that situation or handled it might have been wrong or out of emotion. It was emotional. Right, cool. You also said super, in the podcast emotional. Them, uh, before that, you know, like... Uh, it, it was emotional. I mean, let's, let's Super emotional, and then you were able to acknowledge your emotions. You be and you're in tune. Are you in tune with your emotions? Mm -hmm. So you were able to acknowledge it. So I'm saying, in 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 retrospect, let's use this word. Are you able to understand the angle that they were coming from and say that you know what? Can you see yourself putting that behind you and having a conversation with them and being cordial with them? Did or, you just ask the same question a different way again? Very good. Yeah, I did. I did. So? What are you looking for from in this? Give it to me. I'm not I, looking I, for Did I not answer it? You have, but you you made it like about you and being a, a growing up as a human. I'm not trying to. Come on, Joe, it was me, you man. You're asking me if I understand where they were coming from? Yes. I feel like I've said this before. Of course I understand where they were coming from because I was coming from the same place. I don't, I think they wanted to be paid more. I wanted to be paid more too. So of course I understand somebody wanting to be paid more or wanting ownership in something. Like, I'm, I, that's, my, that's my profession. Why would I not understand that? Got it. I, I can't, I can't, I don't, stop. don't smile at me because it's like, <laughs> don't do that. You're antagonizing me. <laughs> Don't smile at me because you know what I'm asking, but you're making it in one, and we go back to the I, thing. I, I'm talking. trying to answer your question directly. I'm not trying to be cryptic. But you are being I'm, cryptic. I'm can trying you, to answer Can you your acknowledge question? your cryptocy? Okay. There's cryptocy. <laughs> can you, acknowledge, can you yes. acknowledge it? Can you say, yo, Flip, you know, I see. Can you but what are you really it? asking me? Like, stop trying to Barbara Walters the question and like. It's not about because and like, what is the question? Because you're a man. Yes, with, I understand where niggas come came from. We're coming from. Would you Would you be cool with them again? Oh, I, I don't know about that. Okay, there you go. I don't know about that one. There you I, go. I can't speak to that. Can't I can't speak to that? I'm I'm I got blinders on. 
Like I'm tunnel vision, laser focused on where I'm trying to go. And in that, I need the least amount of distractions as possible. And that whole ordeal, not them as people, because I love them both still, but that whole ordeal and what came with it was a distraction from where I'm ultimately trying to go. Have you apologized about your actions and how emotional you were? You apologized. I apologized to the person I needed to apologize to. Respect. Respect. I think that that's good. And I think that. I good. think so too. I think that I think that is good and, and I respect that. I think so too. I respect that. We're gonna detour real quick because uh, I seen I seen a funny video online and I heard what? I heard some of the story. <laughs> Fuck him, G. Huh? Fuck him. No. Fuck him. Man. <laughs> he, he not, he not he's good. Don't give it to him. Don't give it because you know at, at the same time it, it, he's teaching. I ain't gonna lie. Well, he's teaching. I'm he, learning. He's, he's doing he's doing what we asked the guests to do on don't the show. Admit it, man. Sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Don't admit it. I'm supposed to be sweating my ass off over here. <laughs> don't admit it. I forgot. I'm supposed to be on your side. What do y'all ask to get the guests to do when y'all come when, uh, when they come? Because he didn't give me he didn't give me a list. No, of no, shit. no. I, I, I was just saying, you know. Explain the whole thing. Explain. Yeah. I was just saying you're doing what we asked the guests to do. Like sit on the couch, answer questions that you gonna you know that you need to answer. Don't don't say too much if you can't speak about it or if you don't want the backlash. That's why I was saying he, he's doing that. You know, but my bad. I know I was. But we prefer. Yeah, because we prefer. A, lot, a lot of people. We don't mind him talking because it's, it's good for the yeah, show. But at the same but time, a lot of people have to complain. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You know I mean, he got Terry Woods mad. A lady named Terry Woods that wrote a book. He got him mad. Me. He, you got him mad and made a delete the interview. You got him mad. You yeah. You got Terry Woods mad. But wow. ask him something. He but, asked but Terry Woods. I don't want to know what he asked. Oh, you know? No. Don't tell me that. Don't tell me that. That's that. Don't do that. Don't do that. I don't. Because you, know, you don't want to be in the midst of any gossip. And, yeah, I've been on the other side of that, where you are home with your family or with your chick or eating breakfast. That. You home chilling. And then somebody that <laughs> you don't have nothing to do with mm. is asked a question that don't have nothing to do with them. And now they just in it. And I'm, I, you see when the host is manipulating something or getting something out of them or not protecting them in that moment. And you know how you feel at home in that moment. True. So I don't want to be in. If Terry Woods ain't like it when he said it, then I don't want to be around when, <laughs> in case Terry Woods is home watching now. I'm just saying he made a delete the interview. He made, it's his fault. You you, you want to just put me in the hot seat, right? You just, just, fuck you, <laughs> man. Fuck you and that nigga. I love y'all both, but fuck him. What? He's good because look how he talk. But don't don't. But you, know, is, you know how people talk like that, right? Don't do it. You know how people talk like don't that? Don't do that. Don't do it. Don't do it. <laughs> People who talk like that, they, they usually just they one thing. I got to call on one thing. Don't do it. They people who talk like that. I wait the whole interview. I wait it. This do it. Over. We can't oh, wait that yeah, long. We our first show back. Do it. 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 Don't open. Don't give it to him. Don't. Do it. Do it. I'm not gonna walk out. <laughs> he cool, man. He not cool. He not cool. Hey. He said some cool shit early. I was, I, I waited. You want to give it cool because he got me. Out of respect, I waited no, for you. I waited. Man, I be chilling. He be chilling. I, I ain't on no. I'm not on nothing. He's yeah. calm and everything, I, man. Reverse, yeah, G. I did, yeah, G. Anyway, before we, I don't know how many questions you got left. Oh yeah, one last one. But one yeah, last one. Yeah, 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 I, I, I saw, I saw a funny, I saw a pretty funny story online. I, w I wanted to hear it from you on our platform. I, you know, if like you tell your, your, you probably told a story before, but 
you slept in bed with your manager. <laughs> that was that was funny. I didn't sleep in bed. With I know, my but that that's what the but that was that's a, what they said online. That, it's a funny again, story. That's that, why that I was more. <laughs> and that was some punk. Well, the story really happened, but my my amazing storytelling ability just made it sound right, right. a lot more egregious than it was. But I was definitely sleepwalking. And I definitely got in that bed, and he definitely got out. So I, we didn't sleep together. He slept on the couch. In the gotcha. That's but, a real thing. Sleep but what a story. Yeah. I've never seen nobody sleepwalk before. <laughs> Lucky you. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a real thing. You never had anybody yeah. talking in their sleep? Talking in their sleep, yeah. I've seen people talking and moving and, you know, like laughing or, you know. Nah, in this case, it was just people. I've never seen nobody sleepwalk, though. Oh, yeah. No, that's a real thing. That, that was one of the my final two questions. <clears throat> Do you take any accountability? Yes. Thank you. Um, I watched, you know, I spoke to you on live, you and Royce, about Slaughterhouse. And I know you talked about this a thousand times. But I feel when you talk about it, and I listen to how you respond, and I hear you, and, and I have an opinion about you, I don't really feel that you take accountability. Let me let me let me tell you what I mean. I heard Royce, our brother Royce, say that Joe never said that he didn't want the deal. Or Joe never said this, or Joe never said that. Which schematically, or which if you look into it, it'll be right. You didn't say it. But if you don't put any, in my opinion, by listening, if you don't give any answers or if you just say a statement and then go ghost, you're not really coming off as interested in a situation so you leave people no other choice but to do what they have to do. So do you do you feel that you it's put the, a hundred? It's the, it's the reverse of that Jay-Z Pump It Up remix. That's what just happened. You just described it yourself. It's just now Joe's on the other side of it. So it's not that I said no to a deal. No deal was presented. And if a deal were to be presented, the proper way to present it would not be you meeting up with me and giving it to me. That's not how I do business today. Do you feel that you put 100% in the slaughterhouse, Joe? Yes. Do you feel that at some point while in slaughterhouse, you lost interest in slaughterhouse? No, I never lost interest in slaughterhouse. You don't take I'm, it? You don't feel I only it. lost interest in our association with uh, major label distribution. I was never uninterested in the group. I'm a co-creator of this group. But did you ever feel like you didn't put as much percentage, meaning like as much? I've said no a million times. You didn't say no a million times. You said no once, okay? You said no I before. said I was always interested in Slaughterhouse. There's never been a time I was uninterested in Slaughterhouse. I'm a co-creator of the group. I was only uninterested with our association yes, with major it. label distribution. Do you think that the other people that were a part of Slaughterhouse or is a part of Slaughterhouse would 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 agree with your statement, or you can't really speak for them because it's them? I can't speak for them. Of course, of course, trickery. With <laughs> Yo, words. I'm not. I'm. I don't. I don't. I don't put words. It's not trickery. trickery it's it's very direct. I'm not putting words in other adult men's mouths. Pause. That's the problem. Too many niggas get podcasts or get on podcasts and start talking instead of calling a therapist and start talking, right? True. Like all these niggas is great rappers and amazing wordsmiths, but you can't have a conversation with another man about how you feel. I think that's weird. 
True. So I can't, will never speak for how somebody else feels, especially on some public platform. They did that. They did that on their platform. They did that on their project. They did that in spite of how anybody else would feel about it. So I hope that, I hope that they felt better afterward, but I can't is speak for Is the friendship that. strained? Is the friendship, is, is there still a friendship there? Yo, it's all a distraction, yo. Like, that's kind of my answer to a lot of these questions. Where I'm trying to go and what I'm trying to do. Got it. The devil, the devil put that there. You can get all worked up about that if you want, but it ain't gonna do nothing but not make you be the nigga that you need to be to get where you're trying to go. And if you look at things like that, just every day, you'll start to see just how many distractions there are in your day that gets you off of, off of the course of what you're supposed to do. I go through and people think, and you know what? Maybe that's where some people, if they met me, would feel like I'm not condescending, but unin uninterested, stoic, stoic, distant, unapproachable, right? Because at every point of the day, there's something on my mind. <laughs> so when my mom want to stop and talk to me about the, the Wendy Williams show or Judge Judy in the morning, that's your mom and you want to have those talks. But that's keeping you at a certain frequency. That's keeping your mind state here. And that's what it is. Wherever your mind state is, you'll only attract things that's on that level. Where I'm trying to go, I need to put all my energy into thinking at the highest level I could possibly think in so I can attract what's up there. And that ain't with the slaughterhouse beef, the Rory and Maul beef. That ain't with some of this shit that these media smear campaigns have said about me, internet gossip, like all of that the shade room shit, all of that shit, distraction. Somebody told me the only time you should, well, not somebody told me, but it's an old famous quote, the only time you should want to be in the newspaper is when you born, uh, damn, when you born, when you get a job, and when you die. <laughs> I think those were the three. My memory is fucked up. Today, we just want to be seen and heard for just anything. I'm not, I'm not cut like that. All that shit is a distraction. All of it. I'm on a rant, but that's the point. So where is is Joe going now? I would never say. I would never say publicly. They do nothing but try to sabotage you, hate on it, mm -hmm. throw darts, blackball it, jump ahead of it, mimic it, copy it. Never that. Joe today is extremely clear on where I'm going. I see the path. A part of healing is making amends with a lot of people. Is this nigga back on amends? Yo, get me the fuck out of here, man. How not, much amends do you want to make? I'm just saying, like, just just take that from me. Part of healing is making amends. And 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 being, you know, and forgiving. Is there someone you think I need to make amends with? Mm, no. I mean, I was listening to Eminem. He said you heard his feelings. But 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 oh. don't start you don't start you getting up shit. I'm not, but this is about over. Yeah. No, if you start talking, no, I'm not. I'm just saying that's where you at. No, I'm. Don't start jumping it. I'm just saying, making amends is a part of growing, and I've learned that as well. And I think that you become a better. And I don't person. have no beef with him. Just, just to be clear, I don't have no beef with him. Like I don't have. A, 
I find out it's beef with niggas when niggas find a way to let me know that it's beef. I don't Do walk around with beef with anybody, him included. I wish him the best. He was nothing but uh, kind to me. Like, I don't have an issue with him. That's internet shit. Got it. You see, how I can do that. Do what? You thought that what? Put it on your jacket and stuff, and, and, and your, like, you thought that was nice. What do you mean? We what discussed you? this about your behavior doing that, about <laughs> acting like you. We discussed this. Earlier. I was just preparing. <laughs> we discussed it. We talked it's about only two hundred degrees in here. <laughs> and, and we got all these lights and. and, and, and Thank yeah. God I ain't got no makeup or Beijing on. That shit would be melting down my fucking face. <laughs> But I, but I I do I do appreciate you know, um, you answer my question because the last question I had as far as it was accountability, but you said you take accountability for everything that you do, and I respect that. Every last thing. I do think that you you know you 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 play with words and you move, and you know how to speak and you know how to move through a room. Thank the Lord. That's how I've taken care of myself and my family. So as a 10th grade dropout, you should have some something that you're good at. And That's a blessing. See, Ted, yeah, I don't, let, I don't let people do that today. Niggas will try to take your blessings and turn them into something else. No, that's a great thing what you just said. Don't mispaint me. Damn, had to unglue from this month. Shit. Oh, y'all making sure y'all ain't got no more. Go ahead. What up? I'm good. I'm good. Can I, I, actually, I, I, can I text actually, my driver? I'm good. All right. But well, hold on. Before you text your driver, we got to sign out still, man. Go can ahead. I still have to text my driver. He drives slow. Do you have anything else to say this, man? No, nah, we good. Man. How, many hours, <laughs> how many hours has it been, Bass? Nice. Nice. I want to thank you. I want to thank you guys for coming up here, and you know, you tried to say earlier when, when, when you got up for a break that we were doing a good job, and you probably was just being nice, but you know, we tried. No, I think y'all did a real good job. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Seriously, I wouldn't yeah. have even been this open and safe and warm if you. Did guys we make you comfortable, Joe? Yeah, no, y'all did great. Do you had questions? You had no. You had chemistry. You had camaraderie. Y'all great. You, Not that it matters, but I think. I'm just telling you. Do you feel that I have a a, a, a tricky way? I mean, actually, you're ahead of the curve. I don't like that. I don't like that shit at I'm all. I'm always ahead no, of no, the no, curve, No, 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 but I, my dad got you a little bit, but I don't like that shit at all. You good? And I'm going to watch this, and I'm going to, I'm going to get you. You're good. You're good. And I can acknowledge that I've also learned. You also was teaching while being on the show. I seen something, and... It made me want to look into it. You said, because usually before I used to interrupt a lot of stuff and you were saying things and it was learning lessons and I, I appreciate you as a friend. Oh, well, I'm glad. And that's honest. I appreciate you. you. I love you. I love you I love too. what y'all got going on and I'm a phone call away whenever you need me. Next time you come up here, I promise I'll be, I'll be, I'm going to get you. That is my goal. I ain't coming up here again without no air. Y'all got to figure out a solution. <laughs> we are. <laughs> okay, Shout out to our guest one time, man. Joe Budden coming through here. Appreciate you. Round of applause one time. Hey, there we Salutations. go. Salutations. There we go. Some applause. Um, shout out to the whole team, man. Shout out to the, my brother, my brother DJ MU on his birthday. Happy birthday. Shout out to my man Tiny in the building. Trust the process. Tati, Basco, the whole team. 
Make sure y'all follow the pages at Queens Flip with a Z at DJG Money with Official on Instagram. Uh, TikTok page too, going crazy. I don't know if you you saw. I uh, follow the TikTok page for the script pod. Uh, yeah, we out of here, man. <clears throat> Yo, man, first of all, shout out to uh, Buy His Will shirt, man. You know, my wife, you know, somebody from her job sent her this. Oh, wow. Yo, why does the guest have to sit through y'all's outro to show? <laughs> it does. Um, that doesn't even make sense. It does make sense. Um, He'll see it. And, and, and don't interrupt me, man. Do my outro. That's rude. <laughs> so my wife asked me to wear Buy His Will shirt, and, you know, somebody. Shout, shout out to him. Shout out to you. Shout out to Shout out to Joe, learning yeah. experience. Shout out to the whole team. Um. I like this interview. Good interview. Yeah. Shout out to my son, Queenslip Jr. in the building, you know. Um, remember, lock your doors, close your windows, close your blinds, open your blinds. If you see a nigga like Joe on your lawn, put it away. He don't mean no harm. But don't let him in. I'm not on none of you niggas' lawns. <laughs> but don't. Shut the, the fuck, fuck up with my outro. About? But don't let like, him. Don't laugh. Don't laugh, lawn. Yo, shut up, the nigga. Of homeless bum you think Yo, I am. if you see a nigga like Joe on your lawn... Put it away. Don't, don't shoot me, me if I'm on. Look at what the message you're sending to people. Yo, if Joe is on your lawn, don't shoot him. Put it away. He don't I got to sit through this. Shut up, nigga. <laughs> Put it away. He don't mean no harm. But don't let him in because he'll fucking talk to you all night long. I'm from Queens. Nigga, fuck you, man. You fucked up my shit, man. This motherfucker. And don't let him in. <laughs> don't let him in because he... Nigga on your grass and need help. But... I appreciate you, man. My I'm going to fall on top of Joe. Thank you, man, for coming to